podcast, podcast, podcast. All this chanting, people, people want a podcast or something, Max. And the streets come up to you and say, podcast, give the podcast. Especially now Trevor's back on the podcast. You're right, Trevor. I'm all right. I'm back on the podcast. So this is an intro for the podcast that we're going to do. Are you confident about this podcast? It's going to be a good one. It's going to be something special. Thanks for downloading our podcast. I know it's you know it's a lot of effort. You have to go there. You press a switch. I don't know. Click, click, click. There's the podcast. I don't know how to do it. I don't just download the podcast. Don't say that so proudly. Well, I'm just saying I don't trust technology. <laughs> In fact, if you watch the Terminator films, robots <laughs> can't be trusted. Uh, what, Trevor? What's wrong? Well, you always say that. Terminator <laughs> no, it's is a your, link. It's, it's a, a, a synaptic link. <laughs> Get a new <laughs> reference point, young man. Yes. All right, then. Updated. Uh, that's don't film's draw a sign machine could fall on your legs. So always, since the spinning jennies and the Luddites, don't trust technology. Something like that. That's very good. The Luddites. So thanks for downloading the podcast. Thanks. Yeah, there it is. Bam. <laughs> you are listening to Russell Brand on Six Music. I am who that is. This is Six Music. I'm here with Matt Morgan. He's in charge of them switches. You're right, Matt. Not really. I've got right. cold. I've got cold. Look at oh, don't do my, oh, don't do them noises down the radio. That was uh, the Kinks then, Lola, of course. Nice, isn't it, to listen to the Kinks? Yes. I enjoyed it. I wonder who that is over in the corner Who's of the room. Little There's figure. a little man. There's a little man in the corner of a room. What's your name? Oh, good morning. It's little Trevor Lock. It's little Cocky Locky. Trevor Cocky Locky. Should we applaud Trevor Lock for yeah. being back here? Hooray! Oh. Trevor Lock has come Trevor. back. Oh, thank you. That's Trevor. Thank you. Trevor's back. Thank Trevor's you. back. Yeah. Um, let's just get a few things off oh. our chest. Matt, don't blow oh, your oh, nose. Yeah, come on. Don't do ruin Trevor's homecoming. <laughs> Matt's jealous because Trevor's back and he's enjoyed having a lot more attention <laughs> so he's spoiling it by feigning a cold. <laughs> I bet when you were growing up, Matt, all the time, if it was your, I bet if it was your sister's birthday, I bet you overdosed on Tixie Licks. You know, we had to have, when it was one of our birthdays, we had to have unbirthday presents for the other ones. Because I said that that's why when I bought him a couple of poetry books yesterday, because of him coming back and everything being okay with Trevor's life, I had to buy you that punk book because I thought, Matt will be jealous. Well, that that <laughs> makes me want to keep that book. <laughs> you left it, you ungrateful little pig. <laughs> <laughs> right. Trevor, you're back here. Are you alright? I'm alright. Yeah, I'm very well. Yeah. Uh, eat your fudge, Trev. Thank we'll just you. get that. Let's just get these things out. Uh, eat your fudge, yeah. uh, uh, Trevor. Uh, victimise you. Turn your phone off, Trev. We're victimising you. Get in your box, mm -hmm. Trev. Um, glad you're back. Happy to have you back, it's Trev. To be back. It's, it's a little bit different, though, isn't it? Well, we'll be honest, Trev. The show improved dramatically <laughs> in your absence. The, the standard of the content rocketed. And seeing that you're a university educated boffin, uh, it's odd. Stop touching that Although, microphone, Matthew. Leave it alone. Wait for the record. I can, I can hear it. So we it's have to slipped down the uh, pod charts. What? Yes. We slipped I'm down not the pod charts. It's a coincidence. Yeah, it is a coincidence. What, what, to what number? And I think we're at number four now. Well, we've been left this show. I'll tell you why that two. is, it's because the BBC make people download off of the BBC website. So I think what you'll find is we're getting more people downloading it, but they're downloading off the BBC website instead of iTunes, which would mean we'd be up at the top of the old charts. Is that true? Yeah, I think so, mate. Because like there is no. Well, let's BBC just ignore chart. the iTunes chart. Let's not play their little game. Let's not play their sordid little iTunes game. People are listening to the show. People are enjoying it. Right. So on the show today, we're going to be talking about fear, which I think we have done before. I know. We've done fear before, so we'll talk about 
You know, irrational fears. We'll answer any of your questions. Perhaps you might have welcome back messages to Trevor. Isn't it odd though? Trevor is now sort of staring vacantly into space. He looks all a bit confused. Staring at you. He looked vacant. Often when a football team buys back a player they've sold, West Ham frequently do that, Lee Bowyer, Frank McAvenny, when they come back, things are never quite the same. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you can see with Trevor, he's gonna have trouble readjusting. You didn't sell me though, did you? It was not like I went to Chris Moore's show or something like no, that. No, Trevor, it wasn't like that. <laughs> If only it had been. <laughs> so, Trevor, you're back now. That's the main thing. Yeah. We've got you here. We shall look after you. We shall cherish you. I can't even see him. He's behind a speaker for me. Well, that's all right. It's just like he's not come back. It's just the same yeah. as it always yeah. was, Matt. It's just <laughs> a ridiculous that. little bespectacled man. With a pink shirt. Wearing a pink, wearing ridiculous clothes. Why are well, you wearing That's a... not ridiculous, is it? Pink You can't wear a pink shirt with a blue jacket and a blue tie. And black trousers you and can. black shoes. And bl little pixie shoes with brown bits on them. He's dressed up sort of like a, a, a Playboy written by Tolkien. That's what you look like, Trev. This is a nice look. You look ridiculous. I don't look ridiculous. You certainly you do. Too, old. So hold on. Right, we've got loads of emails and stuff to talk about. Like, Noel Gallagher will be on the show later. Matt's going to do a cultural review. We're confident it's the best cultural review he's <coughs> ever I've done. Been really ill. He's said he's reviewing culture. Uh, Trevor, are you going to do your Sonic Enigma again? Well, yes. Although it's it's going to be like your Sonic Enigmas. Well, you're doing it live. No, it's going to be rubbish. Oh um, no, I'm going to do it live. Full vindictive. I'll do it live. This little man. Um, we stand by you. <laughs> and then you insult us when you come back. You're doing it live, are you? I do it live, yeah. So a lot of people were saying that me and Matt's Sonic Enigmas were better, weren't they, Matt? They were saying that, actually, were they? yeah. I don't think anyone's said A lot that. of people were saying Trevor's Sonic Enigmas seem pretty pale, pretty jaded. I think we've learned that they're best to do live anyway. I don't think so. Recorded. Yeah, oh, that one last week where I broke, broke a clock. That was good, wasn't that it? That was very good. Clock didn't got go broke. To the news. Didn't go to the news. There was a, there's been a lot of, since you've gone away actually, Trev, there's been a lot of rebellion happened. Matt did pinch my skin over the news, By didn't accident. you? I listened Terrible to that. Accident. I was listening to that one. That Where happened. did you listen to the show when you weren't on the show? I was listening to it in my uh, dad's uh, house near the piano. But on the conservatory. Your dad's house is near a piano? Well, <laughs> no. your dad live in a shoebox? <laughs> your family little mice, Trevor. It was a sunny day and I was out, I was half on the patio, half in the lounge and uh... uh what? Yeah. Half in a patio, half, half in a lounge? lounge. Well, well, couldn't the news wouldn't stretch far enough. You listen to it at your dad's house. He's got yeah. a digital radio. Why did we you confuse everything? Half in, a st half in the patio, half in the lounge, I half in the tower. Oh, God. It's ridiculous. I'm painting an umbrella. My last is by the stool. <laughs> I'll speak to you in riddles while swimming in a pool. Trevor, you've got to start being a little bit more honest, otherwise you can't stay on this radio show. Right, so we have, uh, should we listen to good old Johnny Cash now? Yes, let's listen to Well, this is a good old Johnny Cash, I would personally like to dedicate this track to a certain young man who has come around. That young man is Trevor Cockady Lockerty, NT. Yes. Should we dedicate this to Trevor? Yes. Right, so later on there'll be a uh, cultural review, Noel Gallagher's gonna be on the show, he's probably listening now in the countryside with his girlfriend, poor sod, bumbling around in his dressing gown, all baffled by the world. But now, let's listen to, uh, yeah, just listen to Johnny Cash. Ooh, how confusing! I wonder why a thing like that would happen at the end of Johnny Cash. Trevor, have you cursed the studio? No, not at all. I was just interested by that tune by Johnny Cash. Yeah. Do we know anything about his religious philosophical beliefs? Because that sounded quite, uh... Right, well, I mean, like it, it, it would have been a, a cover, man. so, you know... It's I'm not a cover. Well, he wrote that. Yeah, it's one of the last songs Johnny he wrote. Cash. He wrote that? Yes. Kick Against Pricks, Trimming Wicks... If, it sounded Calvinist to me. Sort of uh, like pre, like he believed in predestination. 
Look at yeah. Trev trying to get all clever Trevor, because he heard the show has been clever. Just be right, just let the filthy be filthy. Here's a uh, nice question. <laughs> who is the man? Is it Jesus? The man coming round? He's gonna be some sort of man who's telling people to go to heaven or get it's to hell. Neil what? from Northern China sent us a question. Who what? is more expendable, Trevor or Matt? And if you had to get rid of one of them, who would you most like to have the third member of the troop? Well, easy to answer that question because we lived without Trevor for a few weeks and if anything the show improved. Trevor! <laughs> Trevor is much more expendable than Matt. Also, Matt does technical things are very tricky to achieve. So, uh, Trevor! Trevor is much more expendable and if we had to- Ooh, who would be a nice third member? For the troop, who, who could well, we have? Instead of Trevor. Instead of Trevor, they don't have to have Trev-like qualities. This mystery, look <laughs> his little face. Trevor's not expendable. He's <laughs> lovely. We adore him. Oh, I miss, I've missed you. Don't you ever leave us again, Trevor Lock? Hold on a minute. This is from Paul Taylor. Paul Taylor goes. Last week, while walking my dog, I found a large sum of money in a Tesco carrier bag down a hole in the field near my house. Wow. It, Inside the bag was about a thousand pounds in five pound notes and an old copy of the News of the World with a story about you on the biz page thingy. How strange I thought Russell Brand in the newspaper. Ah, that's sarcasm. The other week you had the topic of destruction. Well, I'm currently destroying my relationship by having a fling at work. Not good. Oh no, you idiot telling oh, us that, Paul. Email. It is weird. I think that's all true. Hey, well, well, Paul's not his real name. That's the first thing we can deduce, because why would he out himself? Why would really? he out himself? And, but even if he's not called Paul, anyone who's got a boyfriend who's just recently gone, oh, I just found a Tesco carrier bag full of money, I then mean, that's. I reckon I will know what that money is. What? That's a kiss and tell. That's the money a girl got from a kiss and tell that put you in the paper and she right. just buried it with the evidence in a. She felt guilty. She thought, well, what have I done? Tarnishing the reputation. I don't think they pay them in five pound notes. <laughs> I think that's the rule. I think that's how tabloids do it. It's not like the great train robbery, Jeff. It's not dirty cash I want you, dirty cash I need you owe. So, uh, anyway, you know that I've, I've changed my lifestyle, haven't I? I know, I've heard. I'm under great pressure from Uncle uh, Trev and Uncle Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed my lifestyle now. The old woman eyes in Russ of yore is a, a figure of fantasy mystery and he exists no more. Cooper! Cooper's telling me <laughs> that I should go back to my womanizing! Yes, Cooper, you're right. It is fun to have multiple partners and no commitment. But I must soldier on. From now on, it's So what are the changes you've actually made? Well, I've stopped sleeping with people. Have you? Yes. Really? Yes. You haven't slept with anyone? Not slept with anyone. Does For how mean? long? What in, time in is it? hours. <laughs> <laughs> that two days. Do you mean having sex? You stopped having sex with them? I have, Trev, yeah. Wow. So it's such But do you go fun. to bed on your own? Huh? Do you go to bed on your own? Yeah, there I am with Morrissey the cat. He's obviously wearing a nighty that he didn't have to wear before. <laughs> <laughs> Very uncomfortable in that negligee. But he's happy to suffer for the cause. The reason mostly is, not because I think there's anything morally wrong with it, I think that it doesn't matter as long as no one's getting fine, upset. Isn't it? It's your cat. It's my cat, it's yeah. alright, he knew the rules when I got Who's it. Who's Cooper? <laughs> is that his Cooper, Matt? As well you know. <laughs> and if Cooper has a message for old Russ, then old Russ must respond. Oh, it's n right, I sent a message to Noel Gallagher going simply, you up, and Noel Gallagher, the wag that he is, has sent back, no, full stop. Like, <laughs> like how you imagine Noel Gallagher would be before you met him, he's behaving like that. Because really, he's all friendly and lovely, isn't he? And all yeah. bright and surprised. Unless he's got a Cooper who answers for him while he's asleep. He might have his own Cooper! Alright, Cooper, that's great. Alright, yeah, well, let me and brother be in the band. What would it be called, though? Not Cooper. Cooper well, his one would be, what would his one be? His one would be called Scally or something, yeah. wouldn't it?
Monkey. <laughs> Ragbag or something awful. I'm something, you know, that indicates the way the man lives his life, I suppose. So anyway, yeah, I've made some changes, uh, but mostly because I'm sick of reading about it and hearing about it and being constantly associated. Like, if people... You are! <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you listen to this radio show, then you know, like, don't talk about sex that much on this radio show, only through the <laughs> refracted lens of media. It wasn't making you happy, was it? It dear? wasn't making me happy, Matt, was it? No, I've got to make changes now. It's got to be happy, ain't you, dear? She's got a right to be happy, don't she? So, uh, yeah, good. Settle down, make some changes. So how long do you reckon it will last? Just till when I get married, have some children and that. When do you think that will well, be? Well, you got, can't talk about it in those unrealistic terms. What unrealistic terms? I'm allowed to have children. Settle down and have a baby. He's the marrying age now. Thirty-one, seven, cut the old kitty winks. He's not. He's beyond that, mate. He's <laughs> driving a sports car with a ponytail. <laughs> 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 Missed out on it, age. <laughs> Stop it! I'm not prematurely aged and tragic. <laughs> Hello, Russell, Matt, and hopefully Trev says this cockeyed optimist Lindsay in North Wales. I've got a few unusual fears. Uh, oh no, it's an unusual one. Spiders heights, but I have a strange irrational fear. Uh, I fear veins. Can I just say? What? Before we did irrational fears, but this time we're doing yeah. fear. Yeah. Fear. So exactly. it's not just a it repeat. It can be rational. What? Last time it was things like people were scared of mushrooms talking in adverts and things. That's people were right, scared yeah. of mushrooms. This Someone was scared like... of their own belly button. That was like that uh, young lady who runs the fan site, young Jenny May. Yeah. Yes, but now these are more we're irrational. Doing normal fears. No, rational. Hold on a minute. Veiny arms and feet make me sick and irrational. my wrists hurt. And when Don't people have a vein, which you can see in their forehead, I can't look them in the face. Yeah. Just the thought at the moment is turning my stomach. I can't let people take my pulse or vice versa. I've done a first aid course in the past and gone a bit hysterical when someone tried to take my pulse. I have no idea where this fear has come from. All I know is I've always had it. Love your loads, Lindsay it's North Wales. Mortality, it's just blood. Yeah. She's scared. Is, scared of blood. That is irrational. We shouldn't have read that out. We shouldn't have never read that. We got well. Cooper did try to divert me. But I'm scared I'm of full. dogs. Are you? Yeah. But that's a sensible fear. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what, what we're talking about. Rational what, what happened? Well, I've been bitten by dogs twice. Yeah, you had it off from a couple. Do you remember that? When, like, yeah, when you were, <laughs> I just sat in a little car seat when you were four or five, and no, his man came back two. to the car, and there was two. a dog getting it on. And Alsatian was having sex with me when I was not having sex do with you, me, but Do you remember this vividly, Matt? No, I was told about it by my family. My name was going, oh, we're very worried about you. A couple of days you weren't right after this. And I said, what? A couple of days? Three decades have passed and you're still a bit odd. I know. So when you, you see a dog now, what, what, how does it make you feel? Just randy. <laughs> <laughs> you lovely, special little man. Right, oh, so... I had a girlfriend who fancied dogs. Oh, well, that don't surprise me, Trev. She was going out with you. She's already way off kilter when it comes to matters of taste. She's already prepared to accept a man who essentially is one. So, what, go on, she fancies do dogs. Remember, do you remember Ella Kenyon? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember Ella Kenyon. Yeah, well, she, she was a, an actress. She, she had was a dog. In you can't you just said that on the radio. She's a real person. No, she's a real person. It wasn't her. I'm just saying. Ella Kenyon's an actress. She yeah. had a dog called Jack. My ex-girlfriend fancied Jack. Why did the dog? Jack have... the dog. Yeah. She, mm, what do you mean? Why? Well, she, she, she didn't was, fancy it. She did. She came up to me and she said, Trevor, I really find right, Jack sexually attractive. Weird. Well, that's not very pleasant, is it, Trevor? Trevor, while you were gone, we were talking about Sophocles, Why Sartre. Why someone who's got a name like Ella Kenyon got a dog with a much more normal name? <laughs> Jack. 
Ella's not that unusual name. Oh, Ella Session. She's not called Ella Kenyon. Ella Kenyon living in an onion, looking at a bunion in Kenya. She isn't that. Oh, right. That's no shit. She's just called Ella, like Ella Fitzgerald. I thought Ella Kenyon was. Or Eloise Inwood, who at my school, right? On, like early on, Inward. You know, Eloise Inward, yeah. Right, you right. Guess what? It was at school. It was the first day, and then they tell you how to set a page. Right, write the date in that corner, title in the middle, and your name in that corner. And then the teacher, Nazis, Mr. Dave, yeah, they were Nazis. Mr. Davis goes, for example, if you're Eloise Inward, you write Eloise Inward in the right corner, date over there, title in the middle. Don't write Eloise Inward if you're not Eloise Inward. He specified. Kerry Lawrence, oh, no. Kerry Lawrence, who spent her whole life stinking of milky bars, other chocolates are available, then then wrote Eloise Inwood at the top of her one. Yeah. Like as if Eloise Inwood was a standardising, even though it had been specified. Yeah, but she drifted off. Admit it was you. <laughs> I <laughs> smell of to move on. I smell of milky bars. <laughs> and she always had bits of milky bars all around her mouth. She smell of milky bars. Oh, like, you know, coagulated milky bars, like when people are taking too much drugs and they've got all that coagulated stuff in the corners of their mouths. <laughs> I don't no. think that was milky bars. Right? I don't know if it's milky, I think it's to do with drugs. But Gary <laughs> Lawrence's was milky bars. She, um, hold on it's a minute. Just spit. She smells of milky bars. That's She's got nice. coagulated milky bar looking stuff. <laughs> the milky bars are on me! Literally. Yeah, <laughs> they're oozing out of my face. So anyway, I just was wound up by a bit. Really? So, yeah, I just wanted you to know. Let it go. Yeah, just let it go. Yeah. Just move on from that yeah. now. But I don't think you should use their real names. Yeah, they I don't mind. Carry it from listening. Carry on to won't be listening because you know something. Was it like if you go to normal primary school? Did you have people at your primary school? You thought these people shouldn't be here. A little bit. What? Hold on, what, where's like? this going? Well, old, old I mean, people. like, were they like integration? Not talking about racially, obviously, <laughs> like racially. All you know, everyone there. Yeah, hey, the world's a great big melting pot. I'm sure there were kids at my school. Not naming no names. <laughs> just named some names. <laughs> that shouldn't have been, like, should have had a more a facility better to cater better for their individual needs. Adult education? No. Who's talking? What? I was a good student. I bet you went to school in a little pair of tights. <laughs> <laughs> little scripts in your hand. <laughs> Hello, I'm here and I've learned this song from Annie. Teacher, some of these children should be at another school for special children. Whereas I must now do a ballad. The sun will come out tomorrow. <laughs> I think that there's something going on with the education system. Oh, please. No, some children were... They had strange voices, some of them. Oh, God. Well, I'm just saying, oh, listen, send, please, 64046, support me in this. I Don't know. support him in this. No, embrace it sounds awful. I'm inclusive. saying embrace difference, love. but I'm saying it. Let's spread a bit of love. I'm spreading love, no, Trevor. You're, you're spreading hate towards people. <laughs> <laughs> With different right voices. Corner. Just saying, wouldn't they have been happier in a pen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm joking. I'm just saying that it seemed odd. When I was a lad. I'm not oh, saying it you, now. You're speaking about it so vaguely. I don't know what you're saying. They had funny voices. They were educationally subnormal children okay. in my school. Right. There, you've I, said I can it. believe that. You, you know, grew up in an area of the country where perhaps, you know, that was... Trevor, you snob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you stuck up. You're from Northampton or somewhere awful. I think yeah, it, it that's probably good for those children to be educated among other children. Exactly. That, what about Russ growing up wasting his time while people have to say, that's not even your name, don't rather people's name at the top of the page. No wonder I've grown up a bit peculiar, a bit isolated, alienated with odd desires. Hi, Russell and Matt. Let's see how quickly people move on, Trip. <laughs> when I was about 12, me and a mate found a stash of porn mags around a park near where we lived. 
One was full of women that are older than 60. When my mate saw it, he went, Ugh, this one must have been lying here for years. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously thought the women in the magazine had aged in the pages. Oh, what an idiot. That's from Ross. No, that's childish logic. I like that. That's really sweet. Because a lot of them porno mags do lie around for ages anyway. And thank you, Ross, for that contribution. Trid, let's listen to some music. Yes. Larrikin Love. Larrikin Love. Right, I bet I chose Annie because happy as Annie. You know that film, uh, Usual Suspects, where uh, Kaiser So say he's picking all that information off from behind the cop who's interviewing yeah, him? Yeah, you never go on about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you take things from your environment and they inform you, even on a very immediate level, right? You know, a minute ago I did a musical number and I chose to do a number from Annie and I reckon yeah. the reason was because the song is happy as Annie. Don't sound all bored. It's well, interesting. It's obvious that sort of thing happens. Yeah, no, it's not obvious. Especially with you. People's why? Why especially with me? Well, you don't have you... the imagination to think of something that isn't in the room. You vile, dirty little gypsy. I'm just saying what we're all thinking. You're a swarm of eels. What about when yeah, you were going eels. for regression therapy? Oh, well, right. Well, I tried to seed in your mind something. Oh, was Which was Frank. Annie. Right, I'll tell you what, right, let's uh, like, I went for regression therapy the other day, and all the way there in the car, Matt kept <laughs> subtly mentioning Anne Frank, <laughs> so that I would think that I was Anne Frank. <laughs> right, I'll tell you about that when we get back. Oh, quiet, I can hear a noise on the stairs, playing for that record. Okay, that one, I can love happy as Annie. What we're gonna have now can only be described as things I've been dancing, I've been dancing all the way through the news. Oh Christ! I'm not through the news. I've been dancing through Ladakin Love. Of course, dancing. What? Well, fortunately, it's been videoed, so future generations are about to see exactly what it was I was doing. <laughs> Let's have a listen to the news. Ah! Become the enemy. That was the lemonheads there. Like that, even Dando fell a like him. It's attractive, wasn't he? he had something like him. Did you used to like him in the day? Uh, yes, but mostly what I like is that he's got uh, that, some solo album about wine coloured grass or something like that. Have you ever like heard that? his impression of Morrissey? He no. did it on Top of the Pops once. He did an funny. impression? You can see it on YouTube. Oh, I'd like to see that. It's Was really he good. deliberately actually doing an impression of Morrissey? He, he or did, did, I can't remember what song like it is. Shame About Ray or whatever that, or whatever that album was. And mm. does a song and then at the end he sings the last bit as Morrissey. It's a really oh. good impression. That's quite nice. I'd like to see that. The, uh, right, now here's a text message here. We know when I was saying that thing about when, when I was a kid and uh, other kids seeming educationally subnormal. There's a text message that says, The word we use now is inclusion. Your views are horrible. There's nothing wrong with children with special needs being educated in mainstream school. Yeah, that's true. I was quite wrong. Sorry. But I sort of meant like when I was a child it seemed mad. It's obviously a good idea. I remember when we were being taught like to read. To apologize. When you're being taught to yeah. read and write, and they go round, up, and down, and all that sort of learning round, how to draw letters. Up and down. And some people took a long time to get it. But why were little A's so different from capital A's? And why were why are little letters so different from capital letters? They've got I no. Do, <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> wow! Do you remember when you learned the alphabet as a, b, c, d, f, a, g, and then suddenly they go, everything you've learned up till now has been a lie. This is the real alphabet. A, B, B. Stop! Stop! It's too much! What was that nonsense before? And those people who thought were your parents, they're imposters! <laughs> now go into the rabbit hutch! Those M&Ms on the rabbit hutch floor, they're for you! No! It's all too terrible! We're recording DVD extras for my stand-up DVD that's coming out on 20th November, so we're filming this now, right? So Adam, our producer, has put Brandon, Six Music Brandon, in the background, completely superfluously, and we're making an extra effort. Matt's obviously had his air permed, spent ages with his <laughs> senseless vanity that governs Ooh. his life. <laughs> yes, you have. 
you preening ninny. Look at these questions. Get on the mic. Get on the mic. Look at the size of your mic. How can you not, how can you even get away it's from bigger it? Bigger than my head. This microphone I'm talking to because you know often I move away from the microphone because I like to drift around. Hey, I'm a drifter. So, so now they've given him a microphone that's something that boxers use. Bag <laughs> 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 I'm gonna drop this little guy. I'll be like grease lightning, kid. So um, social action campaign. I've got a feeling this thing for the BBC called social action campaign. When a Adam, the producer, added to me, he goes, "This is for people who live on their own." Well, what? Like I don't that. think you're the right person after your views on education. Oh yeah, I'm saying it from the perspective of when I was a child, not now. I'm just saying it seems because of what I've done is I cast my mind back to the too slow. Go outside. <laughs> 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 Listen, anyway, I've got to do this quiz. If you're single now, what's oh, the best? Quiz? It's a quiz. I thought. If you're single now, what's the best thing about it? If you're not, then what do you miss about single life? Oh God, I don't know what I'm doing. When you've got time to yourself, what's your favourite thing to do? <clears throat> I like to stare at the wall and worry about dying. What was your most disastrous date? Oh, crikey, this is hard. Who was your first crush, Wonder Woman? If you had to write a lonely heart I had, what would it say? God help me, I'm so very, very lonely. What's the worst chat-up line you've used or received? Oh, God. God help me, I'm so very, very, very lonely. Very, very lonely. What, what is this for? I don't know, to help people. So why, who's he gonna help? I, I can't see how it helps. You made, you know, also the news, a lot of things. It's for the news. They should never have asked you. You've why? It's a social action campaign. It's what? a social action campaign! What does that mean, it's a social action campaign? Bit of the old social action, Trev! I think That's what we could do with. I think it's the BBC trying to help people who are lonely. Right. Exactly that. The BBC are trying to help people who are lonely? Yeah, and so you're meant to be supportive of that instead of going, well, oh, I love Wonder Woman. Oh, it's <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> I did love Wonder Woman. She was nice, I thought. They were pants Surely it's got some information at the top of that questionnaire. Social Action Campaign Week. Thursday the 19th to Sunday the 22nd. That's not even a week. It's not even a week. Oh. What kind of social action is that? They say it's not even a. It's even social action campaign week. But if the week's it's not even sure. a week. No, no that's the, the week. The week's got other things in it. Maybe, and that's the loneliness bit. <laughs> well, it's already uh, it's isolated the loneliness bit as there's, there's, really highlighting it. There's the obesity weekend coming up. <laughs> that's huge. That should be spread out over a month for the obesity weekend. And then there's a tiny, tiny, you're too thin half hour. Here's a question here from Driller. <laughs> Driller! I'm not helping someone called Driller. Driller in Walthamstow. He goes, uh, who do you vote for in local and general elections? Uh, I do not Hang vote. On, it's called Driller and he's asking the most mundane, boring question. I am Driller! And I would like to know what- <laughs> What cleaning products do you favour? <laughs> um, uh, Driller, I do not vote in elections because I don't agree with politics, think it's all a charade and all a great big lie and they're all the same and shouldn't vote because it's pointless and they're all just low old rubbish. What you should do, go down to polling stations on voting day, just run around with trousers and pants down but don't actually take them off so that your legs are restricted by the trousers and pants, then trip over and then outside the polling <laughs> station there'll be loads of people floundering on the floor all giggling <laughs> and wetting themselves and then they'll just say, oh god, we can't keep up this fast no more, let's just abandon democracy. Trev, any views on that topic? Oh, well, I don't agree with that uh, course of action. Why? Because I think it would be uncomplicated, uh, very complicated. Be good. Yeah. But I do agree, don't vote. My party doesn't exist. What is your party? Well, it's, it's the, uh, you know, free- Trevor Locke chop people's heads off with a spade party. No. <laughs> like them. What was his mate's name? Jason Weathercoats. You and- Weathercoats, get the name right. Claricoats. You and Jason Claricoats beheading blue tits with a spade. <sighs> I thought yeah. we'd moved on from this. Not really, Trev, because a lot of people love English wildlife. Matt, do you vote? Um, I 
haven't done for a while. What's the point in voting? I've never voted. No, no point in doing it. In. My, my vote has never counted. Why? Because who'd you vote for, Trev? Well, just I bet you just write something in lipstick on the thing. Like, I would do. you go out of me? I just write a little thing and then put it in. You've got to do something, haven't you? Why? I haven't bothered the last two times, but. Well, it's silly. Don't be involved in it. I think I no one think bothered voting. I don't know where I, I think I'm registered still at my parents' house. They tried to register me for voting. I guys, I don't want to be registered. I don't want nothing to do yeah, with man, it. Yeah, man, you fought back. Yeah, man, kick against those tinkles. In Australia, it's an offence. You get fined. Get fined? Yeah, if you don't vote. Don't mention Australia in front of him, because we know what oh, happened. Oh, God. I went to Australia. Say, I fell off a boat. Can I just say, Mm-hmm. When Australia's mentioned, yeah. you say that every exactly. time. I don't even think about it. You say it, mate. I've got. I didn't learn that from myself. The fruit's better in Australia. You get an apple in Australia, you can really taste it. <laughs> but your girlfriend don't love you when you go there. And the matter of fact, Australia is just that experience. Oh dear. <laughs> Whoever mentions the koalas, and I think they're very cute, and they do a difficult job, but no one ever gives them any praise, poor little guys. <laughs> so, uh, so happy that Trevor is back. On the subject of rational fears, my brother is afraid of mayonnaise. Why, I wonder? Rational fears. We're not on the subject of irrational fears. People, can, about, people can just talk about whatever they want. No. They what? can, but not here. <laughs> Blimey, Trevor. I'm pretty scared of pictures of a crime born girl that they used to be in the 70s, and there also used to be a picture of a woman with dark hair whose face was green. I'm scared of that as well. Yeah. I'm also scared of the dark. Uh, and when my flatmate is out, I leave the light on. I wish I hadn't admitted to this, says Francis from Bromley. I used to be a bit scared, and I don't know if this is rational or not, of that test card girl who had a blackboard and I a liked her. She was a bit weird. She was nice, her and a little clown. Because it was just on, and he was like. <laughs> You've got the telly. Yeah, the telly. Even in the day. That's what they were saying. I used to watch that because I thought that she was live. I thought it was live and I thought- Before there'd be a result in the end. No, I thought if I watched it long enough, I'd watch her blink. I'd see her blink or move you or go away. mad fool, Trevor. She's not gonna go and get a drink. Even if it was live, she's professional. Well, Where is that woman now? Let's track her down. Is she a real person or was that a drawing? No, no, no she, she was real. And that clown, this clown was a bit of a, an oddball. Yeah, that she had a Humpty Dumpty, actually. Shame that there aren't test cards. It was good, isn't it? When people that, when telly in the old days, they go, oh, I can't be bothered to follow a program and put this on. <laughs> they can, they can they always put that on all the time. They yeah, could put anything. I'd put photos go, of myself. At the end of the day, just go, night night, everyone. <laughs> and then play God Save the Queen. <laughs> they did, they, they were that long ago. That's a lot of time. Well, thank yeah. you for watching telly. Um, play night Turn off your TV now. Go to bed. Stay out of trouble. For God's sake, be careful. Don't trust people. Perhaps a man will come up to you and he'll say, oh, would you like to come into my house with me? He might be a liar, for all you know. Anyway, here's a national anthem. Bye, I love you! Remember those public information films we watched where the government used to go, At night, go to bed, but turn things off first. Don't leave a light on. Don't uh, turn your hairdryer off. That's stupid. Don't leave the hairdryer on. No, you're going to dry your hair in your dreams unless you really sweat a lot in the- Alright, do leave it on, but, but <laughs> keep one eye open as you sleep. Yeah, I'm giving you advice on things that you don't need advice on. Absolutely rugs. Ridiculous. The fear of rugs. Alright, fear of drugs, like rugs. Charlie and all that. Don't rugs don't bunch up. And what about if they could bunch up, you could skid across the floor. I mean, you probably think it's funny now, but when it happens and you break your leg, then you won't be laughing. I'll be laughing at you because I've already told you and you've ignored me. What's wrong with you? My wife doesn't love me anymore. I'm just doing this bloody voiceover. Oh, God, I'm so alone. I'm starting to get erections. It's <laughs> out of my own voice. Be careful of erections. Oh, Christ. Bye! I like that, man. He was all right. Let's give him a new job. Let's get him on here instead of Trevor. That's who could replace Trevor. Yeah, the, the, the man yeah, that does publicly. Needlessly worrying, man. Oh, I should try to make us worried about everything. 
anything. Rugs Stop worrying. Rugs are dangerous. Rugs I had a girlfriend who had a mum who had a house. She had a really mum? She yeah. had a girlfriend who had a mum? Yeah. Because normally if someone got out of Trevor it's because they're from an orphanage. <laughs> like, you know, they weren't brought up properly. And the, the front hallway was polished, polished wood, really, really shiny, yeah. and it had rugs on it. And every time I went to visit, I'd forget, and I'd step on that thing and I'd go skidding. Why did you not learn from pain, Trev, the way we're supposed to as human beings? I don't know, because, I don't know, it's just, every time I just used to go in there and then skid a little bit and bump into things. Skid about? Yeah. What kind of a boyfriend were you, that poor girl? Have you heard of the kind <laughs> of women Trevor goes out with? One that lives in a sort of an ice rink made of mahogany, one what? that fancies a dog. What's going on with these people? How do you select these people? I like eccentric young ladies. I got regressed into my past life, didn't oh, yeah. I, Matt? Me and Matt went down the old regression shop for a bit of the old regressing. And on the way there, as I said before, Matt kept going, like, he just looked out the window and go, and Frank. I go, what? There's <laughs> 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 nothing, nothing. And then, like, we talk a bit more and he go, yeah, she just, yeah, Anne Frank, she used to uh, just live upstairs. And, it, and then he told me lies about Anne Frank, like she lived in an airing cupboard. I wanted to see if you. <laughs> so suggestible and stupid, you'd lay there and go, Oh, I'm a, a little girl in wherever Anne Frank was set. Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am in Anne Frank and, oh no, it's Hair Flick. And <laughs> make it like, oh, no, we shouldn't make light of the Holocaust. Of course, it was a terrible business, but we'd make it sort of, you know, we're just mucking around. Now, um, oh yeah, but what I actually, I got regressed anyway. It's very funny. But it was funny, wasn't it? I feel really embarrassed about it. He regressed me back and goes, oh, oh, go back to childhood. And I'm going, oh yeah, I'm a child now. You're a bit miserable when you're being regressed. <laughs> a, bit sh a bit curt. Was I curt? He goes, come on, tell me something nice about school. There's nothing nice. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to say. It was a horrible business. Everyone smells of milky bars. <laughs> I don't like it here. I don't know if you've seen The Exorcist, but it was kind of similar to that. We had spire and hovered up. Like that. <laughs> and then it goes back to a past life. Goes right. What can you see? I oh. know it, it was rubbish. <laughs> Russell was clearly, how hypnotised were you on a scale of one to one? <laughs> About round around the one mark. Well, I was actually, rem like, I was going, oh, I'm in a medieval banqueting hall. I can see someone preparing some pheasants and some yeah. cheese and that. What are you wearing? I'm wearing, like, hassy and sackcloth. What can you hear? I can hear the Blackadder thing. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and I'm like, I was surrounded these medieval. He goes, he goes, they're preparing a feast, but I'm an old crone and I'm not allowed to eat anything. And he goes, okay, uh, what are they eating? He goes, pheasants. Like that. <laughs> yeah, he did. He saw a feast being prepared of pheasants. And he goes, what's your name? He goes, Candine. Candine, the little French woman. The float. Then he goes, uh, then like later on he goes, where, where are you now? Move forward a few years. He goes, I'm in a graveyard. He goes, are you working? Why are you doing that graveyard? I goes, I don't know, I'm just hanging out here. He goes, what are you doing? Goes, are you working there? I goes, yeah, yeah, I think I'm, I goes, I hope I'm working here. Otherwise, what are you doing in a graveyard? And I goes, I'd see a crow. I <laughs> know, it was like. It was, that's just, that is a scene from Blackadder. That, yeah. That's Blackadder the second. Most of I remember was stupid was, uh, you didn't slip into the, the language of that character. You went, I'm just hanging out here. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I'll have a fire of him, my lord, I'm just here in the yard. Yeah, you should have made more of an effort. Well, I don't know, I just felt silly because I was aware you were there. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like you can properly get into it. To do it. Yeah. yeah, it is the wrong condition. Yeah, I said that. I said you need to go into a room on your own with him. Yeah, yeah, I was nervous. I didn't know. I but I think you, you were mildly hypnotised, but I think you. 
I don't know. Yeah, and then the next bit goes, oh, I'm in a magnificent, beautiful, I'm in a glorious jungle, there's a cascading, cascading waterfall, waterfall. oh, there's a panther called Bagheera and a big bear <laughs> called Baloo, they're taking me on a walk. There's, there's a monkey who wants the secret of man's red fire. What he desires is man's red fire and that's what's bothering him. <laughs> I just remember things like the jungle book, the dark yeah, things I've seen on telly, silly he really. Goes, there's a girl here, she's swimming around, she's all brown and that, and he goes, Father singing in the forest, yeah. I'm that girl from Jungle Book. Yes. What's she wearing? He goes, not much. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that went all cheeky and Ben Hill, didn't I? A little carry on memory. Blatting me, I wouldn't mind a couple of few of those. Couple of jungle coconuts, I don't <laughs> mind if I do. <laughs> yeah, so, all in all, it was a bit silly. Yeah, but I think anyway, we'll talk about that on our telly programme on Tuesday. Should we listen to, what are we going to listen to? Some nice bit of the old music? I think so. We'll listen to Ian Jerry and the Blockheads, Sweet Jean Vincent, this is them in a session. I wonder who they're in this session with, we'll find out, we'll tell you all about it when we return. Text us up on 64046, coming up, Trevor Sonic Enigma, Matt Morgan's Culture. Actually, my mum saw, uh, my mum wants to do a culture review, let's get my mum on, she'll do okay, a great culture good. review. Right, and then, uh, that's that then, Noel Gallagher be on the phone a bit later, probably. <laughs> that What's is Ian Jury and the Blockheads, <laughs> Matthew. 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 That's what Matt Lucas said his mum used to do when he got a Knickerbocker glory in Wimpy when he was a lad. My mum used to say that, or my nan, I think, when you get school shoes that are rubbish and mm. your mum's trying to make you like them, she goes, well, show, show granny your shoes, yeah. and then and you, they look all they're horrible, well, they're shiny people crushers. Yeah, Clarks. <laughs> All painful. Why did everyone make such a big deal about that machine in Clarks measuring his feet? I oh, know. It's rubbish. It used to feel nicer when you had your socks on. It is. Yeah, sliding about on it and they thought it's sliding in there. I've grown up by whole size. I've grown, these guys just keep on growing. Then, Good old life. And then your mum goes, show, show your nan your new shoes and then show your nan and then you hate them and your nan goes, oh Matthew, they're Brilliant! And you think they're not. You don't. You're part of the force that's trying to get me to wear these shoes. I'm not fooled by this, dear. I don't know what's wrong with these people. Have you heard of the Test Card Circle? It's a group of mostly male people who are enthusiastic about the Test Card, and it's a company of music, says Ed from Harrogate. No, I ain't, mate. What an odd thing. So there's people that like it. I'm over the moon that Trevi's back, says Lizzie and Leyland. I fear mincemeat, the sweet and the Trevor. meat type. She fears all things called mincemeat. Really? Yeah, yeah I some, think Sometimes that. it's sweet though, isn't it, mincemeat? That's the confusing thing about yeah. it. If you ask for mincemeat, you could get some meat stuff yeah, meat. mincemeat. Or you could get <laughs> fruit <laughs> and suet mix. What are you on about? <laughs> What about what goes what into a mince pie and what goes into a shepherd's pie, young man? It's a, it's a sweet <laughs> Thank God you're back to, to draw the distinction between different boring types of boring pies. I'm referring to that. Thing, we were talking we? about the poetry of Rambo while you were gone, mate. Oh, Rambo's a poet now, is he? Yeah. Not that- <laughs> Not John Rambo. Not John Rambo, who should never have been messed around when he went to that village. Arthur Rambo, the French fella. Oh, that book that you gave me yesterday. I could give you a book about that, you ungrateful little book. It's actually a I said thank you very much, and read out the rudest poem in it. That was really rude. Yeah. Uh, I'm scared of falling off my horse. Good work, says Kate. Eddie says, can you please play the same beat by the J JBs. Well, it's difficult to play things Oh, I forgot to mention what? that you used to try and be in the Blockheads. <laughs> I didn't What's try and be in the Blockheads. I say, that song was awful. Why rubbish. don't you like- Absolutely rubbish. It's like, worse than Chaz and Dave. Oh. Just rubbish. Rubbish. And Russell once 
You actually recorded with the blockheads. He I did record with the blockheads. I said to him, oh, <laughs> we got to do this work, mate. Oh, I'm, I'm going to the recording studio. And I said, what are you doing? He goes, so I'm recording with the blockheads. Why? As soon as Ian Jury was gone, Rossi was knocking on their <laughs> door. Right oh, that no. record, baby! <laughs> knocking on the door. Ian's gone, is he? Right, here we go! <laughs> Faking a limp. In he went. <laughs> singing his songs. <laughs> That's dark, mate. I remember Ian- What happened, though? I don't know, I just got lured into the blockheads. I can't remember what happened. No one lured you in. I was lured into the blockheads. They tried to mince me. They filled me head with dreams, Trevor. They promised me the world, them blockheads. They said we'd be on tour. And I ended up some place recording with the blockheads. I think I was, I think I was friends with this fella called Rainbow George. He used to be mates with Peter Cook and I became friends with the blockheads. It all seems a bit like a dream now. Are you joking? No, it's about true. Rainbow George. No, I went round Rainbow George's and uh, I think that was how I got involved with the blockheads. Yeah, I can't remember. These drugs you were on. Really good. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bad. so, cause you've got a mini disc at home of you singing with the blockheads which you accidentally lent me when I was looking for something else. <laughs> Very, what song? Very <laughs> strange. Hit me with your rhythm, stick it, dooby doo. We should probably play something off it next week, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, you should play some of my. You should what about some of my Smiths covers. You want to hear them? They'll break your heart. What about when you did that um, theme tune for Rebrand? When we were making Rebrand, oh we went round to your that. mate's house to. Sang a theme tune. I what said to him, I said to him let's just use a piece of music. It's not cool to sing a theme tune. <laughs> and he's going, I'm a baby with a beard. <laughs> I'm an old. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounded like showtime. And I kept saying to him, "It's a bit theatrical, mate." And we had a big <laughs> argument. He went, "Don't you tell me I'm theatrical. Don't you tell me that." <laughs> and then he threw me out of his mate's house. We nearly had a fight, didn't we? And then <laughs> you're bringing me down here. I can't possibly <laughs> record when you're being so cynical about this track. It just I'm didn't a fit the <laughs> Oh, look at me. I'm weird. He's done lots of different voices. <laughs> Absolute My God, it was ridiculous, wasn't it? We've still got that somewhere. Oh, Rebrand. It was like <laughs> Rent a Ghost. <laughs> 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 Thank God I stopped taking drugs. What an idiot! Blimey, I weren't well, was I though? No. You can't blame me for that. No, no. I can't, I can't be responsible, can I? Thanks. Oh, thanks. Bonjour, us Matt and Trev. Last week, my dad found out he had gout. Says Natalie. In his toe. This has led to t us talking to him going, Oi, gouty, show us your toe when he comes in. Am I being wrong? Welcome back, Trev. For one of his challenges, I think Russell and Matt should pull out of his hairs out of his head. I don't know if we're going to challenge Trev in that don't. way anymore. It's disrespectful. No, no, I think it's silly. Let's send him out, though, like sometimes to do things. Yeah, let's send him outside. The sensible things, interesting things. What, like? What would you like to do, Trev? Do an investigation on something? Why don't you go to the Sherlock Holmes Museum around the corner and nick something? That's not nice. I don't know. It's around the corner. It's got to be near here. It's got to be near Baker Street. How can you have a Sherlock Holmes museum when there weren't no Sherlock Holmes? Stupid. Because there's enough memorabilia <laughs> and paraphernalia. Stuff. Yeah, but what's yeah. it going to be? Oh, this is a pipe he didn't have. And this is a hat he made about him, wasn't he? You could have props and stuff, you know. <laughs> pictures of actors dressed up as him. Yeah, it's just silly, though. You might as well First have a museum saying else that didn't exist. Here's a museum now to the scorpion people and their great heritage. Let's never cheapen their scorpion views. You know, because there ain't no scorpion people. That's all I'm, what I'm saying is, you know, you can't be. What are we being reverential towards things that didn't exist? Mind you, you could say that about all religion, couldn't you, Trev? No. Discuss. Religion exist, don't they? No, but I mean, what the things they're founded upon, perhaps it don't exist, I don't know. Well, some people say well, they would exist. Trevor, are Those you saying that there's no point in Christianity or Islam? 
Very dangerous territory, Trevor Lock. Very, Very dangerous, dangerous indeed. For your first day back, Trevor. Comes straight swaggers in here and says <laughs> Hinduism is a joke. Well, let me tell you, young man, religions give a lot of people comfort. Think of the great bishops and that. People that are ecclesiastical men that have studied things all their lives. You can't just swagger in here. Great religious art, triptychs and whatnot. You come in here and say it's all pointless. What's wrong with These you? These kids at your school must have been pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> really, if you were judging them. Oi! I was bright as a button. Dream of consciousness. We've just had to endure that. That's good. That I can do things like that. that's Joycean, mate. That is that's Joycean. Joycean stream of consciousness. What I've just done there. That was worthy of Ulysses. That was <laughs> Ulysses. <laughs> if, if not the novel, then the cartoon. <laughs> Which, let's be honest, I know more about. Dear Russ and Matt, a lovely trip. Nice to see you, Trevor. This is from Maz. I have a fear of sweaty nightclubs because every time I go to one, I always end up with a virus. Mm. I also have a fear of turbine windmill things like the one next to Dagenham Ford plant. I like the Dagenham Ford plant. Other Ford plants are available. They terrify my and I can't drive down the A13 without breaking out in a sweat. There's a lot of talk of sweat in this mm. email. A lot of sweat talking about. What's that little grin on your face, Matthew Morgan, it's Stanley and Freedom? The idea of getting nervous and sweating. <laughs> Are you now? So I used to spend most really, of your life doing it. I used to get really sweaty hands every time a plane took off or landed that I was on. Yeah, right. No, all the time. No. Otherwise, you know, because there's always constant like, sweating. constant sweating. It'll be unbearable. You wouldn't be able to live like that. Trevor, why don't you turn your phone off? I don't think right. it was me. See what we'll do? Let's play a little record, right? We'll come back. I'll get my mum on the line. She can review Talladega Nights. How's she seen that? She's seen Talladega Nights, the film. Then, Did you watch it with her? No, when I watched it with, uh, on what I can only describe as a date. Oh, part of the new life. Part of my new lifestyle, yeah. Yeah? Dating, what did yeah. did you do? Hold hands? Just held hands, had some Maltesers. Did it go well? Uh, uh yeah, it was nice. Enjoyed you it. see it again? Yeah. Nice. Settled down, didn't I? So you're gonna be, instead of, like, you know, the normal stuff you were up to, you're mm. gonna be courting. Courting! That's what I'm doing! Courting! Yeah. Good. Nice. That's the best use of the word courting we've had I for a while. You get back with the blockheads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to try and make the blockheads work, Matt, to tell you the truth. Why did I let go of that opportunity? The rhythm stick. Oh, give us a whack with a bloody old thing. <laughs> a baby with a beer. God, yeah, let's try and find those things. Let's find that song that, that song you recorded. I feel so ashamed of it. I know, but at the time I was going to, it's too, it's a show tune, let's just not do it. And you're getting so angry with me. <laughs> and I was thinking, am I being out of order or am I trying to help him here? <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's just, it was I'm not like that now, though. I'm nice and rational. No, you're not like that ever. No, no oi! Ever. I'm proper rational man! Exactly. Completely I mean, that rational. You set for the DVD, I mean, that was a sensible decision. Yeah. There is it's nothing wrong great. with me doing my DVD! What do you want the stage to look like? Uh, a religion. Uh, anyone. <laughs> a religion that's got flowers. <laughs> oh, Just make a flowery religion, I don't know. Do you know. So. Yeah, that'll do. And then where do you want the interviews to take place? So it looks like that. A Thai restaurant will do. <laughs> <laughs> This is all true, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's Harry Krishna background for the uh, thing because obviously Russell has been uh, a, a sayer of the words Harry Krishna for over three years <laughs> at the end of Big Mouth. Them Harry Krishnas love me, mate, and they said to me that my yeah, ego is a tool of good. They like celebrities. <laughs> they sound, like, look at they George Harrison. They milked him for everything. They bought that massive. Mention. George Harrison loved them Harry Krishnas. Yeah, where did it get him? Well, he can't help getting ill and stabbed and things. That's not his fault. He had a nice life and it helped him. Look at his record sales, though, when he went with the Krishnas. Look, stop attacking the Harry Krishnas. I'm just saying it's not good for this DVD. It is 
good for it. It's gonna look lovely, all flowers, deities. But Trevor, you're it, in the reincarnation. Isn't it exploitative oh, of their imagery? I don't think so, cos I'm not saying- I'm not making any comment of it. I asked him about saying- Well, that's Merry worse. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what I've done with the place? <laughs> People believe in this. <laughs> that <laughs> me! Nice to believe in that. Yeah, that god looks like an effluent. Brilliant! <laughs> that one's got loads of hands. Nice! Hey, why not? Your milk and cows and stuff. I, I don't <laughs> have any dairy yeah, myself. Your religion's got a lot of bull. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've- Quince and Stanley. <laughs> Who are they? I respect different faiths, right? And I've asked them about it, and they think it's a good idea. They think it's a good idea that that's the what? set. Well, I didn't ask them that, but I did what ask them. They think them it's a good idea. Me. They think I'm a good idea. Um, one of their most high up swamis blessed me and gave me a blue rose and told that's me I was very special. No. He, 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 didn't, he has to say it to everyone, doesn't he? No, mate. He goes, Bless you're a good you. lad, you. And no, then he, he did, and I <laughs> saw the video of that. <laughs> that man, that swami, blessed me, and I think what he might have done is nominated me as a sort of new messiah. No. No? Why did we- I was dragged to that temple once. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what was going on there? They try and sacrifice you. Yeah, it's nice there. They're all lovely people. Motoram was there. He was, oh, we had to get these pebbles back. There's a lot of bother, really. Why do you have to wear that uniform and have short hair? And it just looks nice. It's holy. I don't know. There Why don't are, you do it then? Why, when are you going to cut your big they barnet off? Look, I asked them if they wanted me to shave my head and become a devotee. They said, you're more used to us out there in the real world. Of course Can you not see what, that, what they're saying they by that? The do you want me to cut me on? I could come round and do the garden. <laughs> no, no, no. You've got a very important mission. You've got to go out there and you've got to make records with the blockheads <laughs> and never come back here. <laughs> Hit me with your reincarnation! Hit me! Listen, there's nothing wrong with me as showing an interest in Eastern mysticism. And ripping off their imagery yeah, for your DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ripping what are off you their do imagery. for the next DVD? Uh, I think I was gonna have, like, just loads of uh, different things. No, no, God, don't go me yeah. there. That was dangerous. About 25 thoughts went through my head then, it all of which would have got us sacked. I oh, know. See if you can guess what they are. It's nowhere that Shake haven't been before. No. I just, I likes it, alright? I do understand a bit about it. I meditate, I chant, don't I? I'm allowed to do these things if I want. I'm interested in You've it. You've got a Who Harry Krishna keyring, haven't you, Steve? I have. Where is that keyring? <laughs> That's a good point. You I've must got... be in the top ten of Harry Krishna's for <laughs> having that. Who is the face on the set? Huh? Who is that face? That's that? Krishna himself. Is it? Yeah, it's Krishna in his youthful form. And there's that other one, Azerbaijan. I like them, they're a lovely bunch. Azerbaijan, that's uh, a place. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know like anything about this. <laughs> I do! Cri there's Krishna. You were a Satanist on Channel week. 4. Doc. <laughs> Why didn't you use Sneezy. Satanism? Satanism is the imagery. Matthew, ever since we got involved in that Satanism, there's been nothing but trouble. That's true, actually. What, what's happened? Nothing. <laughs> Bother. A lot oh, of bother. What have you two happened. done? <coughs> Matt's been doing. Don't meddle with dark forces. We've done a few things with chicken's feet. There's oh. been a lot, a lot of other baloo's gone on. We a lot of other baloo. We're not doing no more devil worship. Not in my name. From now on, Krishna consciousness. We, that, never, we never did anything really. We've done a bit of devil worship. It led to a lot of trouble. Right, should we listen to a record? When we come back, we'll do. My mum will review something. Nazareth, this flight tonight. Oh, that's what we listen to. Sighted. Oh, the cover of Joni Mitchell. Mmm, nice. Okay, well, we'll listen to that. And then, uh, what we'll do is, like, my mum will come on and review Talladega Nights. Then Trevor will watch Trevor stagger through a sonic enigma. That'll be a laugh. 
And then what will we do? Just go with our lives, I suppose. Just carry on living. Just reckon. carry on. Just enjoy ourselves. Making our way through life. Making our way through life. Oh, God, I'm gonna talk to the blockheads about that. That Leo and Nazareth, you listen to uh, Russell Branshaw, I'm here with Matt Morgan and Trevor Locke on Six Music. Trevor, this is- why are you playing with your microphone? Because What's wrong with you? Because I was in the wrong position. I'm in the awkward area here, aren't I? You are in an awkward in area, socially. Oh. He's in the thoroughfare. Um, Arjuna, anyway, and is that person out of, uh, Ari Krishna philosophy or Hinduism, it's derived from Hinduism. Have you just gone and Googled that? No, I haven't. I don't know how to Prince Google. Arjuna. Yeah, Prince Arjuna, he was mates with Krishna. He's in the, uh... Now, anyway, the thing I realised, what I like about it, is I just like the idea of transience and, uh, being all nice to everyone and just being all cool. You like the idea of it. <laughs> and the reality, being all nice, everything's transient, be nice to each other. That's what I'm into. So there everything's we are. Everything's transient. Everything's a bit transient, mate. Things will pass. Now come on. All things shall pass. That's all what things shall pass. Bible. Yeah, well, I believe well, in I mean, that. But... They're, they're all from the same root, aren't they? Now listen for a sec. This is from Kiera the Wench. She goes Kiera, in 1967. Kiera. Uh, it's like Vieira. <laughs> <laughs> at the age of eight years old, Carol Hersey became the model for the first colour test card for the BBC. She was the daughter of BBC engineer George Hersey and receives a fee of a hundred quid. She is now a theatrical costume maker and lives in Suffolk with her family. Oh. Nobody knows what became of the clown. Nobody was knows. Was it a clown or? It was a clown. Was it, it a real clown? clown? What do you mean a real no, clown? A person, what, a bloke? A, yeah, a bloke. It was a teddy. It was a clown, mate, and he was, like, not a teddy. It was she a flesh was and blood. It was a girl next a, to a blackboard and she was holding a doll. Yeah, and the doll was a clown or playing Norse Crosses against the clown. But she was playing against Norse Crosses. She was doing one side. against herself. She must have done his goes for him. Yeah, she must have done his goes, but who cares? You know, the result's the same anyway. It's gonna be a stalemate. You should have based your DVD stage set on that. Exactly. You a clown, a big blackboard. You've got all the information about that. Would you like that? No. I like to have lots of flowers and like a nice temple. It's nice, beautiful, good to encourage What flowers are they? Because flowers are representative of certain things. Lily! The Lily of Innocence and the Rose of Passion. White Lily's funereal. It's not funereal, Matt. It's very up, but you don't know about the significance of pagan imagery. My mum's on the phone. Pagan imagery. Hindu imagery. Don't call them pagans. I'm not calling them pagan. His analysis of flowers is only likely to be derived from it Hindus. Oh, his analysis. White lilies are funereal. No, they're just flowers. Let's get my mum on the phone. You right, mum? Yes, I'm fine, thank you. You sound a bit far away. What's the matter? Nothing. I'm fine. I'm really good. And welcome back to Trevor. Welcoming back. Yeah. All right. All right, Trev. Right, so that's my mum, Babs. Are you right, mum? Yes, I'm good, thank you. Go on then, so you saw a film then, what was it? I saw Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? Why is that funny? Because the way you said it. Have you got things written down on a bit of paper? I've been rehearsing all night. Have have you got things written down, mum? Um, not properly, no. No, I'm not very good at things like that. I'm not, what, writing things down? Come and then review this I film. I was one of those children at school. Oi, we've been told, well, we've not been told off about that, but I've reviewed my position on that and think that everyone should be educated together. Yes. Now, well, Mum, that just proves it, doesn't it? Yes. Now, come on, review this film then. Well, I thought it was really brilliant and I started laughing as soon as I got in there. Was that the cause of the film? Was that during the adverts? <laughs> oh, we were just laughing irrationally because no, you were allowed out of the institution. <laughs> Do you think you might be better off in a home, Mum? Pardon? Do you think you might be better off in home? <laughs> dear, dear, look at this. You can't review a film like all you want to show Matt how to do cultural reviews. I'm trying, but right, now, usually what? interrupt Yeah, that. he interrupts too yeah, much, doesn't he, Babs? Yes, that's right. Um, yeah, so it was really funny and the best 
the funniest film I thought was when Ricky Bobby was running around in his pants and he thought he was on fire. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the funniest bit of film. Is it a film for young and old alike, Mum? It's really good. There's no sex, no violence. It's really a lovely, funny Sounds boring. Film. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit of a moral running through it as well. Is it moral? Well, the children were really naughty and the nan made them all nice and polite. Fair enough. And, um, they appreciated things more. And the, I did, the French man reminded me of the, the policeman in Hello, Hello. Yeah, that's, um, Sasha Baron Yeah, he was really funny. And also the scene where they had a, a disagreement face to face. You they like were that so bit. close. That was really funny. Yeah, as well. they talk over each other. Right, so that, that, Mum, do you feel that you've reviewed, culturally reviewed that film to the best of your ability? Um, yes. Right, so it's a good film, there's a good moral running through it, it's essentially be polite to your nan. <laughs> yeah. Look, my mum laughs anything I say, that's yeah. why I've grown up like this. Because of that, <laughs> um, that reaction. No, I would say that it's, I think it's a boys' film. I think boys <laughs> would really like it because of all the car racing. Oh yeah, boys loving the old car racing, <laughs> they can't get enough of that. <laughs> right, alright then, you giggling lunatic. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you later because I'm sort of tied to you now because of the old, you know, maternal bond. Otherwise, you'd be chopped <laughs> for a lacklustre review. <laughs> no, it's good review, Mum. It was good review, wasn't it, Matt? Yeah, it's very good, actually. I've learned a lot from that. See, <laughs> mention a few things you like. The little tips. There was a moral I've line got, running I've through. Got it's a good for film the for moral boys. in all my experiences. Now. Look for, look for the moral, and look. always the best bit. Always pick the best, best bit. bit to be the best bit. Oh yes, and what was nice as well was that. He fell in love with a really nice lady. There's a, <laughs> a moral there. for you. Little moral There's for me. There's a message from your mother. Yes, that's exactly right, boys. Right, okay, well, I'll look to get myself in a good old. Well, I am, you know, I've changed my He's changed already. his ways already. He's done two days. Two days there yes. of happy relationship bliss. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. Well, thank you for letting me review your show, and I'm going to start. Listen, you're not reviewing our show. Our <laughs> show is above oh, yes, your gaze. Film, can, you can review the show if you want. How do you think it's going so far? It's brilliant. Very funny. <laughs> <laughs> any best bits? <laughs> Mother! Pardon? Are there any best bits? Um, I like it when you all talk about being at school because I still remember and, and it doesn't really Right, that's fun. enough now! I'm <laughs> 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 only joking. Oh, I love you, Mum. I love you too, Russell. Alright then, you take care. I'll, spe I'll speak to you later. Yeah, love to the boys as well. They're just Cheers, there boys. listening to you. Hold on. Oh, Matt just mouthed F off. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that to my mum. Cheers, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you take care, Mum. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Boys. bye, take bye. Care. bye. There we are. See, so if you want to see the film Talladega Nights, this is going to you know when you yeah. talk to someone else's mum, mm. I'll, I'll become about five. Yeah, you have to be a bit nicer, God. don't you? Thank you. Thank you, yes, please. What do you like having for tea? Do you like fish fingers? Yeah, I suppose I'd lots of fish fingers, thank you. <laughs> right, okay, so there's, uh, that's, that's been culturally reviewed. Are you right, Trevor? That's I always got, got on better with my friends' mums than I got on with my friends. Did you? Yeah, it always How made me feel really lonely. Because you've got the earrings <laughs> of an old man. Yeah, probably even when you were seven, Trevor, you probably had your Alan Bennett-itis. Yeah, you're probably tottering around in a cardigan. Yeah. Isn't it funny how mincemeat and mincemeat are both got the same name, but one's sweet and one's savoury? <laughs> Hang on, Tommy, I'll be up to play in a minute. Your mother's just showing me how to 
roll dice. Tell me, tell me, I'm a big, big, big quiet. Tell me, you're further than I. We're just uh, cutting these out. Be careful with the edges of that. Yeah, it's uh, okay, Mrs. Stevens. <laughs> Trevor, sat there in a little pinny. <laughs> oh, 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 I think Mrs. Stevens, just give him the edges to play with. <laughs> let, let him play with those. <laughs> Trevor, come upstairs and play. Oh, it's a handful, isn't it, Mrs. Stevens? <laughs> oh, Someone's had too much Kiara. <laughs> Someone's tired. Come on, pop up to bed now. So, Trev, Trev, come on, let's buy Sky Electrics. Oh, dear, oh, dear. It never quite works. You can never find all the parts, but you can't tell him that, can you? <laughs> <laughs> See, this sausage that it is. Trevor, you prematurely aged twerp. And shut. No. You are, you're a dodgering old nits. No, I am, I am. But you've still got a face of a child. You have got a That's face That's the weird of thing, I always got, I look younger than One I am. One day will hit I look you. older than I Yep, you'll it be all ages well, before you know it. You've got to age at some point. Trev, do yeah. a Sonic Enigma. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Was that right, an email? Have you made a, have you, Trev, have you got a jingle for your Sonic Enigma? Uh, yeah. Make it up, go on then. Here it is, my sonic and Stop! Stop that, Trev. <laughs> See, that's the good thing about it being live, is we can physically stop we him doing it. He didn't physically Poke stop him. him. We could attack him if we he needed to. What's happened? Any arrogance okay. since he's he come back? Okay. Adam's about to whisper something important no, onto no, my knee. Onto my knee. Right. Go on then. No, oh, he's picked one no, in his brain. Go on, Trev, let's well, hang hear on, it. hang on, What if it's not in the playlist? Don't worry, we'll work yeah, it out. It's easy. Come on, Trev, let's hear this Sonic Enigma. Right yeah. now, everyone, this is time for Trevor's Sonic Enigma. He's yeah. gonna, like, uh, say something and it'll be a reference to a song. If you know that, you can text us on 64046 and you'll win the oh, prize Lester. of coming back to- Oh, no, coming to Leicester, because next week we're on tour. We're doing a stand-up comedy tour. Trev will be supporting me. We're going- we'll be in Leicester, Sheffield, places like that. Well, those specific places. Why are you saying that with derision? Leicester, Sheffield. Leicester, Sheffield. I like Leicester. Where they were we had a nice time with MTV. You came, I think. Did I? Yeah, it's odd. I thought I'd never been there. Well, we, we were odd. You know, Leicester was fine. Now, right, okay, so yeah, come to Leicester next week if you like, if you get this thing right. Go on then, Trev. Uh, just, uh, just put me, put me here, will you? Just, 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 uh, put me here. Have oh! you started? Uh, no, just, uh, spit, spit, spit on my shoe. Just, uh, just do it. Spit on the shoe. Just spit on that and that's it. Oh, no. Just get some chewing gum, put some, prop me up, just lean me against the- Oh no! Let me- Oh, just- uh, you're gonna have physical to with it, isn't it? Put me- Just dump me on the floor like a sack of potatoes. There we are. Is that the end? Is that it, Trev? Yeah. Can we get on with our lives now? <laughs> <laughs> so, right, so that's you doing the Sonic Enigma. Spit on my shoe, put some chewing gum on my shoe, dump me on the floor like a sack of potatoes. I don't know what is wrong, but there's something there. We've the tried to help you, wrong. Trevor. Look. So that's your Sonic Enigma. If you know what's that, that is, it's 6405. That's very easy. Really? Yeah, it's it's a, a very modern song for me. It's a song that was. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, don't give any more clues. Okay. Can still be the Bee Gees. Six four zero four six. Text that if you know what that is. Six four zero four six, and uh, you can guess what Trevor Sonic Enigma is. Should we have a little listen to thing now? Yeah. Why don't we? What's Raccoon's going on? Raccoon's hers. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah, like that old broken boy soldiers. Yes. No. Let's have a listen to the Raconteurs. If Jack White was to be involved in an accident, would you try and join the Raconteurs? Um. <laughs> no. No. Are they a supergroup? They oh, they're, are, they're, they're splendid, I think. It's coming in. Let's smash it. Right, okay, so that was the Raconteurs, Brave Boy Soldiers. I'm here with Scarlett. She's a competition winner. Scarlett, we've got to go to the news now. Say, here is the news. Here is the news. Well done, that's very professional. <laughs> Owling bells, setting some. 
Listen to Russell Brand on Six Music, and there's Matt Morgan and Trevor Locke, and our competition winners, Sarah and Richie, and their daughter Scarlett. Sarah, too far from that mic. You must be able to see how near we are to the mic. Why do you think we're here? We're not fetishising the microphones. We're not thinking, oh, that film, it's nice to have film, brush against lips. Sarah, where are you going? What are you doing? Oh, that mic's not working. The competition winners are uh, causing chaos near. They bought me some grapes. I've given. Trevor, some pixie ear tips. Oh, yeah, <laughs> nothing. Matt's not got anything. <laughs> Give Matt some mango or something. You'd look weird there with pixie ears. Oh, well, that's pixies. a really <laughs> weird noise, Adam. Crikey, what are you? Adam's deciding to broadcast whale song. <laughs> <laughs> Any pregnant listeners? It's very calm in there. Everyone just relax. Scarlett, you're the only person who we can rely on to be professional. Right, so, look at her, you're so beautiful. How old are you? Ten. When was your birthday? March. What's your favourite thing at school? What music? What? You just said March as the answer to all questions. Oh, art. How come you bought Trevor Pixie ear tips but you didn't bring me none? Is it because you're a poisonous, selfish little girl? <laughs> <laughs> a vindictive... You know I mean, I'm gonna use the word cow. Oh, <laughs> no, that's, you've gone too far. Um, it was her mum what bought the ears, don't blame her. Okay. She's just the messenger. Right, come on, right, see on Chicks Music, what music do you like, Scarlett? Um... Oh, Scarlett, you can't leave pauses on radio! What's wrong with this ten-year-old child? She knows nothing of how to broadcast. What are your favourite sweets? Um... Are you- do you know what? You're coming across like a drug addict. You are coming across like a little junkie. Aren't you already on drugs? Is that the state of society today? A ten-year-old girl can't even come and do the most uh, rudimentary broadcasting rules, these are, Matt. I think these are difficult questions, Russell. Because yeah, right. when you say the favourite, then you have to go through all. You have to go, oh, okay, well there's right, Twixes, then. I mean there's a chocolate-based What did you have for breakfast? Then. Say that. What did you have for breakfast? I had a Weetabix. Oh, oh, that's a simple question. <laughs> Did you like Weetabix? Yes. Yeah. Well, do you know, um, I've got a feeling that your mum's spat in that Weetabix. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you like it so much now? Uh, do you, tell us some embarrassing things about your mum and dad. Oh. What does your dad do that's embarrassing? He's I can't a, tell you that. He's a postman. <laughs> your dad's a postman, isn't he? Now, didn't he once do a little poo-poo in someone's front garden? It wasn't him. <laughs> That's right. It was one of his colleagues, wasn't it? Was it one of his colleagues, Scarlett? Yeah. Yeah. Working for the Royal Mail, Her Majesty's Royal Mail. <laughs> Which you did once, stole letters. <laughs> yeah, I used to steal letters when I did it. But I was I was working as scab labour. I wasn't really, you know, I didn't have the same uh, obligations. All right. Well, you've got a good career in broadcasting as long as you stay off the drugs. That'd be my advice to you. Yeah? Yeah. Can start the drugs? Okay. Good girl. <laughs> Gonna not show such bias towards Trevor when you come on the radio, bringing in pixies. Matt's not got anything at all. Why don't no you give Matt a present? Oh, I'm ill. He's ill, look. Well, I didn't buy anything. Listen! <laughs> don't you blame her. It's her mum. I blame I blame the children. Well, don't. It's the parents, Russell. You've got it all children. wrong. Look at this horrible little child. Look at her. <laughs> She's all blonde and sweet and lovely, aren't she? Look at your little face. <laughs> I'm doing that thing you do to children. I've got her little face and I'm oh, going like that on it. I used to like that, yeah. I don't like too, too I wonder too who much. does yeah, like that. She's cute, isn't she? She don't mind. What do you think the Sonic Enigma was, Scarlett? Do you remember that when Trevor was doing that Sonic Enigma? You don't even know what that means, do you? You're ten years old, you're lost <laughs> in childhood. Do, do you know what the Sonic Enigma was when Trevor does that competition? No. You don't even know? No. Do you, you like Trevor, do you? Yeah. What do you like about him? 
He's funny. <laughs> funny? Trevor? Oh, what, you mean funny like weird? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah. Like, a, yeah, like a bit of an oddball, a bit of a freak. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Trev, hey, these are not my words. These yeah. are the words well, of the nation's youth. She likes it, okay? So don't poison her anymore. I'm not, I'm not poisoning Scarlett. It seems that Scarlett's <laughs> made her own mind up that you're, in her own words, a weird freak, yeah? Would you go along with that, Scarlett? Um, yeah. Good girl. <laughs> right. Scarlett, that's terrible. <laughs> I think you've done a good job of that. Right, okay, so uh, if you think you know the answer to that Sonic Enigma thing that we've done a minute ago, text us on 64046. Scarlett, you've got a beautiful career in broadcasting. Um, Trevor, do it again, just in case, because I don't know. Oh, dear, there's another oh, one of yeah. those baffling ones. Oh, yeah, when yeah. me and Matt did it, it was clear. It was clear, wasn't it? Yeah. Too also, clear. it functioned as a bit of a sketch. Yeah! That is sketch Trevor's of... just sounds tragic. Right. Because well, I'm on my own, I, I don't have anyone to play off of, do I? Do I'm I? Right. Just get own. on with it. Tell just, us... just put me here. In the corner. Oh no. Okay, you're gonna. I've seen Russell do this with a cigarette. Just spit on my shoes. That's it. Now. Oh. Chewing gum. Try to. No. Just leave me up against the wall. Ooh. You're gonna have to dump me down like a sack of potatoes on the floor. Stand me up. Put me down. Make me bow. I don't know. There's some answers there. Okay. All right. Some wrong answers. I don't know if they're wrong. These wrong answers. Do you know what the right answer is, Trev? No, I've got no idea. Is the answer to the Sonic Enigma? I can't stand up for falling down by Elvis Costello from Sally and Bath. Well, that's good. Is Trev? Sonic Enigma st uh, Sticks and Stones by Baby Shambles. No. Says Siobhan. Morning, is it Chumbawamba? I get knocked down, but I get up again. That's funny, that, isn't it? Like, I get knocked down, but then I just get up again. It's a good attitude, isn't it? I didn't like it when they threw water at John Prescott. Why? That's what was stupid. Well, it's mm. just fine. He looked all upset. Yeah, poor little fella. I don't like him particularly, but I just think. Don't throw water just, at him. They no. were just using it, you know, it was just like. You know, mm. It's a cheap stunt, isn't it? Cheap stunt to make themselves look edgy. I was once in a foyer of an American hospital where everyone seems a little bit mad, right? And there's this one bloke, he, the ethos of Trumbawamba song, I get knocked down, I get up again, meant nothing to him because he did get knocked down and he just stayed there for the whole rest of the time I was in the hospital. He got knocked down, he just stayed there. He made no attempt to get up. By a human or a car. Actually, he just got knocked down because he was drunk, right. right? He fell down, but he didn't get up again. He just stayed there on the ground. I was, like, I was watching him, I thought at some point he's going to try and get up, but he never did. He just stayed there on the floor. Just so he'd be knocked there. down and just thought, oh, I'll accept this. I'll accept it, exactly. If he does something, I'll get knocked down and that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stay there for ages. For ages. When I left the hospital, he was still there. Yeah. I had to escape. I nearly got sectioned in that hospital. It was bloody mad. I know, madness. I remember the story. Thankfully, I escaped. There we go, they were the days. Steve from Beverly. Is Trevor Sonic Enigma? I can't stand it. Oh, that's another Elvis Costello one. Loads of people think it's that Elvis Costello one. Richard thinks it's that. I think Trevor's Sonic Enigma is a song about spitting potatoes by a band that existed. Do I win? From Han. Trevor, is Han yeah, right? You, you do win. You do win. Is it Elvis? Pretty sarcastic pig. Is Let it Blue Suede Shoes by Elvis? Because that's unusual answer, isn't it? Well, we're rewarding people no, for unusual answers. I think we should. Trevor, no. we need Why? some sort of framework within which to exist. We've we got do. a framework. We've got a studio. Trevor, 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 you the BBC crazed anarchist. I suppose the BBC is a framework. Let's go through the Queen's obituary. Box. Sometimes I get tempted. There's a box in the corner of a room for what's meant to happen if there's a disaster. Every so often I look at it and think, oh, look at it. Just look to it. I'm excited by it. Nothing that amazing. It's not like there's energy bars in there and you know. Energy bars. Oh, look at novelty fishing rod. Little, too little one with a magnetic fish that's already on the end of it. I'd like that. A magnetic fish. Yeah, why not have a magnetic fish on the end of it? Some of those fish you used to put on your palm. Yeah, I tell you if you're in love. Jealous, in love. 
Yeah, I don't think they knew what they were talking I about. Don't think they when I got married, we had to do that at the registry office. We had to hold out our hands and they put little fish on them. <laughs> to I bet that's what he was marrying. I bet he was marrying that fish, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> but when it cool, it's curled up at the edges. I better marry it. <laughs> you silly sausage. <laughs> right, hold on a minute. Let's have a look at some of these. We've got loads of emails. We're not doing it. This is Tom. He goes, I am eating Cheerios by my computer and the keyboard just got thorough milking. <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> well, we've all been there. My grandma used to be scared, she's dead now, of both confined and open spaces. <laughs> so whenever she came round for the family birthday, she stayed in the corridor as the dimensions placated her. And us kids had to run to and from her like a shuttle service, bringing her cake and, cake and other commodities. Welcome back, Trev, says Tom. That's quite funny, isn't it? Open spaces and closed spaces. That's interesting. I reckon she places. had this disorder where she saw things the wrong size. Some people look at stuff and they're just, the, the stuff is bigger than it actually is for what, the rest of us. they have an odd perspective? Yeah, yeah, so they'd, they'd look at you and you'll just be huge. <laughs> I am huge! <laughs> or you'll be tiny then, they look at you, you'll be tiny, right. Matt would be huge. Or, so you know, well, that's that thing, uh, have you ever read The Man Who Mistook His, his wife, wife for a Hat? hat. Is that it's amazing. Like that? Oh, no. yeah. They could, uh, there's people who thought his see wife was a hat? He, no, uh, we, well, sort of. Was his wife a hat? Was it like Trevor's marriage to one of them fortune fishes? <laughs> the no, man who thought his wife was a fortune fish and was right. That is the ballad of Trevor Locke. There's people in that book who can only see the left side, so they'd eat all their dinner off the left side of their plate, and then the nurse would have to rotate the plate. Well, then they just move their head a bit to the left. Hold on, their head must have been completely static. They had no, it's not just a vision thing, they have no, no. concept of one s whole side yeah. of everything. It's really Hold weird. on, but you'd move your head and the field of vision would change. No, because no. they don't see the right side of shape. Yeah. They don't see that they see a shape cut in the middle and they don't see one side of it. Ooh, it's a mental I'd like thing. to meet yes. people and trick them. They have what? to rotate their plate and suddenly half a dinner appears and they go, ooh, that's ooh, I had a new half a din dins. What this suggests is How that do, what do the they matrix. think of a yin yang? If that, say, say they say a Chinese symbol, good and evil, or yin yang. I just, just think, oh, it's yin. yin. Oh no, the whole world's evil with just a little bit of good. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> Everything's brilliant. Oh no, it's changed again. That, that must be awful. That's, but that, that's why some people think that we might be in a matrix and that actually reality is. Yeah, only people who have recently reality. seen the film Matrix are a bit childish. <laughs> no, like no, me, actually. No. When I first saw the film Matrix, I you thought see. I was in the film The Matrix. That's what deja vu might be. What, what might Deja Vu, and that is also a thing that's covered in The Matrix, Trevor, before you start getting exactly, all profound yeah. about it. Deja the Matrix vu, is I not a silly film, it's quite sensible. I like it. Goes it goes silly and the, the second, the two, of, two, two and three were disappointing, I haven't seen them, but Heartbreaking. Uh, is an expression of an interesting quantum Very theory. I think Deja Vu is that theory that it's, um, just gets clogged as you're witnessing something for the first time, it's being saved as a memory and you're accessing it as a memory as you're experiencing it. And yeah, because you, you can never go, oh, I remember that from no, six years ago. It goes on too long, mate. Well, Deja no, Vu goes on too long. That argument would work if Deja Vu was a split second, in which case you wouldn't even notice it. Deja Vu can go on for seconds, even a minute sometimes. Yeah, I think I'm getting Deja Vu now. There's this right boring git in a room <laughs> going on and on about some tedious rubbish like you sat in three weeks ago. Then we were spared of it for a blissful period <laughs> where the show was intelligent and insightful and had great sketches for Sonic Enigma instead of a man shuffling about in a chair going, Oh, spit on my shoe! I'm a cigarette! And things like that. Deja, a deja vu. I think we should do a whole show on deja vu. I think listeners should. Oh, perhaps we already had it. Trev, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> text in. No, it's very great. We've already done this topic before. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Right, Hi gang. Pity Matt got a cold. 
I'd send him a basket of garlic cookies. I have a terrifying fear of calculators. Can't use one. Have to do it all in my head. Hugs and kisses <laughs> for Russell and Trower. Stay healthy. I do a lot of Tai Chi. Richard from Latvia. Oh, that's good. If someone from Latvia is listening, oh, that's my ambition complete. That... What you wanted to be listened to by the people of Latvia? Yeah. Is that what all I've this trouble's been? I've been to Latvia, Press pinch my skin, mate. Yeah. Cheer us up. I went on stag do there. Oh, <laughs> you horrible little man. <laughs> Press pinch my skin. It'll be ever so nice to be a pinch my skin. Pinch my skin. No, it's there. Oh no, where's pinch, pinch my skin? Pinch my Pinch my skin. Why did you want to hear that then? I just felt like fear hearing it. But why at that moment? I wonder. Did you see oh, something well, in the room? Wistful. He normally sounds more. Does he sound wistful? Pinch my skin. He's got wistful. Oh no. I reckon if you record him, Master Sue, then yeah. over time it just becomes more and more wistful until it's just sad. But the old whimper. ladies in poor man. <laughs> Sue just goes, oh the old skin. But I wonder what he's doing Pinch right my now. Oh, don't bother. Oh, let it go. Dear lovely lads, when I was small, I was terrified of the ending of Tales of the Riverbank when the boat used to sail down a stream with mammals in it. I've no idea why to this day, and it makes me feel strange when I think about it. Top notch show. Hello, Trevor. We missed you from Hello. Jack oh, Bodymead. All right, Jack Bodymead. Yeah, we certainly missed old Trev there. I don't remember Tales of the Riverbank. I don't. Do you remember that it's time we went mad in a in a forest in uh, Ibiza. Yeah, I do remember In that. the dark. We went everyone else was scared. We did primal rituals and went mad, didn't we? Yeah. We was all dancing about, like going... <laughs> we were all pretending <laughs> to be wild animals in the yeah. dark. Which animal oh. were you? So we're, we're both sort of lions, I suppose. Yeah, like Cat lion things. Lion oh. And everyone else was going, oh, this is weird, and walking away, and me and him just going <laughs> <laughs> running around. Everyone ran off and left us, and we stayed there for about and four then, hours. And then we had a, f a face off in a clearing, and what then we that went, mean? oh, we better stop this now. What do you mean you had a face off in a just clearing? Stared at each we were other both like wild, wild animals. animals. We just went <laughs> and stared at each other. We were prowling around. Prowling around like wild animals. Did you actually, wouldn't it? Did yeah, you must do that stuff more. I know what. Why don't we start a mad cult, right? Where we encourage people to abandon their belief in society and, like, you know, just cause a lot of bother. Yeah, how's this fitting with the Harry Krishna thing? Just because uh, it's still about tra transients and believing in love. Transients, that Transients, old... everything is bloody transient. You'll rope ladder out of any situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's oh. about transients, isn't it? What's well, for your team? Uh, well, I want this because of transients. <laughs> <laughs> see? Well, I, well, I mean, what's the point of having any tea? I mean, it'll just pass, won't oh. it? Tells me. There, good, I'm glad you're coughing. I'm so ill. Why are you so I ill? Hate for? Being Ill. You're always ill. What's up with you, lad? I'm oh, not you're hypochondriac. I'm never real. You've got oh, right, so I've hypochondriac snot into my skull, have I? Yeah, he's hypochondriac. He's always got something wrong with him. No, I haven't. I'm going to the gym after this. I'm going <laughs> to sweat this you out. You won't make it down the gym, lad. I've been like there you. three days running, mate. You're like Jack in the Beanstalk. That's you'll probably you're end up buying magic You should up in bed with a hot water bottle. You drank wine yesterday and went to the gym. Yes, I saw it. Eat I drank it. wine, then changed, and then we weren't doing what we were going to do, so I put the wine away and then later on went to the gym. It's not like I got drunk and went wrong at the gym. I can't live like this anymore. I'm gonna do some press-ups. Come on, let's listen to a record. We'll come back and try and ring Noel Gallagher. Let's listen to the Mannix. Let's listen to the Mannix. Why not? Ah, <laughs> oh, there they are, the Mannix. La Tristesse Durera. I, I find that hard to say. La Tristesse Durera. I can't speak for him. Bonjour! So, I thought Triste, yeah, Spanish for sad, innit? Yeah. Come on, guys. Right, here you are. This is from Hannah Matthews, Russell Brandsick Music Show here, whichever look, and Matt Morgan. She goes, Bonjour, having Trevor back is fabulous for Capital F. Don't get me wrong. I mean, whose Sunday is complete without having Eat Your Fudge, Shutdown Radio, Eat Your Fudge, Trev, Eat Your Fudge. Where's my fudge? Um, but during one of the a long religious education uh, lesson this week, an idea came to us. Uh, Trevor's Sonic Enigma is in fact rubbish. Uh, let's give him a new feature. 
we propose tell Trevor. This works by listeners phoning in and basically confessing their sins to Trevor. However, they have to tell him in Sonic Enigma form. Then Trev will have Trevor Love. Then Trevor Love will have to <laughs> guess what they've done and attempt <laughs> to give useful advice. Come on, guys! It would be cruel to keep up the facade that is the Sonic Enigma. Lovey, lavu. That's from Han and Jen and Eloise, but she's not real from Lincolnshire. I like that idea. I always wanted to be a priest. You always wanted to be a priest? Yeah. When I was younger, I wanted to be a- What an odd desire when you were around Mrs. St- oh, the, when did Tony wanted you to go upstairs Tony? and play- said, oh, I don't know your little mates. Your what? little Trump Jason Weathercoats and your- Terrycoats, what? Jason- you to go upstairs? What? To murder blue tits Trevor! No. In privacy! <laughs> but you were Why thinking about you... becoming a clergyman. What's Trevor, love? Is that your home planet or something? <laughs> I have no idea where that came from. If, but if he is ever confronted with a rock of Trevolov, it will destroy him. It's a Russianized version of my name, isn't it, Matt? Trevolov. Trevolov. It's because of the flat back Latvia. I have an irrational fear of flying insects and being rejected at job interviews. Alan Jepson, unemployed. No, I don't think he <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Trev. Great to hear your sorry little voice again. Welcome back, Trev. We missed you. Love Lindsay in North Wales. Yay, Trevor's back. My mate has a fear of baked beans. He thinks they look like little heads when people eat them. He says he can hear their skulls cracking. <laughs> Angie, Hereford. Wow, how old? Because, I mean, they aren't skulls. I, I mean, they look like little thumbs. You think they look like little thumbs? Little thumbs, yeah. What kind of a person, Trevor, would have a thumb of that nature? Ugh. I'm scared of fish. I can't go into rivers because I think the fish will come up and slime all over me. Ugh, says Summer Sam Thompson. They won't, though. Yeah, but I'm scared of jellyfish in the, in the seaside. They'll sting you. They're dangerous. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's, it's right to be scared of Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's logical, which it's is logical what we are meant to be discussing. Yeah. Yeah. What are you scared of, Russell, actually? Uh, being alone. Now, I hate balloons, especially once. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh, you really? You don't like being on your own? No, I, just, I think it's. I used to think oh, I love being on my own, but what I realised now is I was on drugs and I couldn't tell whether there was anyone else there or not. But what happens when you're on your own? What is, what is the what fear you, of Yeah, being what do you do? Own? Do you potter around? I think it might be. F- uh, I suddenly feel death may happen. Really? What's so, so silly? So <laughs> dramatic as well. Well, yeah, weird, what, weird, what, a death might happen, like you might die and no one's there to watch you die? Yeah, I think, you know, if I'm gonna die, we might as well film it. <laughs> you know, we could, it's a half-hour special. It could be quite entertaining. You know, I'd probably do it in a very comical way. I, I, I hope that I don't die in an undignified fashion. I hope I don't, like, trip over and impale myself on something. Ooh. I think you might fall out of a roller coaster. <laughs> and <land laughs> on a hot dog stand. Big, <laughs> 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 like Frank Furters dangling out my corpse. Boop, and fall down. You'll just be dead there. That'd be an awful way to go. Stendhal said, I hope I don't die in the street, and if I did, there's nothing wrong with that, but I wouldn't like to. And guess what? We died in the street. Yeah, which, you know, some people suggest. Well, you know, Oh no, I don't want to die on a roller coaster accident. That'd be awful. Don't ever go on a roller coaster. I'm not going on one. Never again, that's it. Unless you fall out of a plane. Land on, on a roller coaster. coaster. Oh no. Oh no. Oh Christ, what a way to go. Here's a question for us from Kiels. Your question is what do you think the next new word in the English dictionary should be? Uh, boobaloo. Boobaloo, definitely. Boobaloo. You've got a really powerful social function. It's a clarion call, meaning you've seen someone sexually attractive. Oh, I don't like it. I think that is. It could be transgender, Trev. That is builder esque language. It's It's got a simplicity and charm to it. It doesn't have a simplicity. If you're a young lady walking down the street and someone goes, Boobaloo! <laughs> you're not. That's going to make Shout it at men as well. Shout it at men who've got nice big ones. Winky woo! <laughs> Boobaloo's it's quite good. Because he's not going, here, look at that. He's going, he just. Well, he is. He's just a different phrase for here, look at that. Boobaloo! 
It's reducing. I wouldn't do any more anyway. Not reducing, reducing them, elevating them to the status of a pair of boobaloos. Anyway, you don't just shout it. You can shout at anybody. We say it ironically. Shout it at a lady. that gets. You can get away with a lot with irony. You certainly can. All right, now listen. Here's an important question: What puppet do you like most? Orville the Duck, that Swedish chef from the Muppets, Roland Rat, or Bagpuss? Says Coxie Somerville Bag from Dunfermline. Why? Because he's got pathos. It's a slightly tragic figure. He's, he's not tired. He's not trying to steal the limelight. It's not, is he? He's world weary. He's, yeah. You can see he's bored by the idea of the car of the show being about him. You, yeah, no. But the clever thing about Bagpuss is he's an idiot. It doesn't. He goes, why would we do that? He's an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. He has a special dream, and they all watch his dream. Exactly. He has a vivid, lucid he's dream. He's basically God. He's Bishop Barclay's version of God. When Bagpuss sleeps, everyone sleeps. And uh, and Bagpuss was just a silly old. But what, what about the end when it all ends? And it goes and Brilliant. the mice went back to the organ. Exactly. And then it goes out and Bagpuss was just a silly old soppy old cat. Exactly. But Emily loved him. Yeah. That broke my heart, that. Yeah, well, you should do. Well, it Emily does. didn't love him that much. She just left him in the shop. There. She was barely there and he was for sale in no. that shop. Why really? didn't she take she him out back? She couldn't afford him. Emily would come round, play with him. No, that she couldn't afford Why it. is she allowed in the shop? Because they, they, it was a kindly no, shop. Emily was supplied the shop with stuff. She used to She'd bring give back puss she? She's like a slave trader. I bought a DVD of it and watched it. Did you? Yeah. And one of the extra deleted scenes was uh, trying Emily, to find puss. With a, with a wood bite hanging yeah. out of her mouth. Go on, take him off me hands. I'll give you a She deal. looked like Sonia out of EastEnders. With <laughs> 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 bag bags under her eyes <laughs> <laughs> and sovereign rings on, knocking out bag pussies. She Poor treated Bagpuss very badly. She did actually, but Bagpuss does it. The Swedish chef, he was a bit manic, wasn't he? Uh, the mm. Swedish chef, and like chopping things yeah, up. He was a bit too aggressive. Roland Rat, I liked his confidence. Hated him. I don't like him. Oh, come on, he was confident. He was alright. Confident? He was Orville, annoying. he was not, he was annoying, he was annoying. Right, Orville the duck. No. Sentimental. I like the monkey. <laughs> Cuddles the monkey. Cuddles. Why? Because he was normal. Do you know what I liked most about him? Was when his face screwed up, you could see Keith's fist. You could actually <laughs> see. Zero. You could see, see the shape of the man. Yeah, you could see the, the outline of Keith's fist. It's just what a lovely piece of language that is. You when could his see face scrunched up, you could see When you screw up your face, I can see Keith's fist. I can see Keith's fist emanating out your scrunchy little plastic mouth. I can mouth. imagine you whispering that into Keith Harris's ear. <laughs> I can't see your fist, Keith. You want to back your ideas up, son. Cuddles uh, reminds me of you, Russell Brand. I'm not like Cuddles, the you monkey, are. am you I? You and Trevor's a bit like Orville. <laughs> oh, so you could be <laughs> like Keith Harris. Yeah, you are a bit like that, Trev. Oh, no, Hang on, we might be alienating kids who don't know, know who what these, these people things are. mean. Don't right, the puppets from the old days. Let's talk about Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. <laughs> right, I like the red one. Brilliant. <laughs> nice red costume. <laughs> Looks nice, doesn't he? All right then, good old life. <laughs> so, Sarah, you're right there having a chuckle. Competition winner. Go, what microphone works? Does the one work? Sarah, go over here and let's quiz you about things. Now, like, let's get to the nub of this problem. You, Sarah, you won the Sonic Enigma. Yes. Well, come closer, darling. Yes. What is it? What was it? <laughs> stand near it like how we are. What was the, what was the surprise that, uh, what was the thing that you guessed? What um, were we doing? Stooges. Mm. I want to be your dog. And it was me, uh, you don't have to do it in that accent. I I'm can't help it. Alright, fair enough. <laughs> and me, me and Matt did a little sketch and you guessed it from that, did you? Yeah. It was good, right? It was very good. Yeah. Do you think the standard of the Sonic Enigma has plummeted this week? 
no, no, I mean, not just at all. Trev doing that thing. No, it's, no, it's good this week. You're glad Trev's back. Yeah, very much. Now you've been here before, haven't you? <laughs> no. Making it look like we've got no. about five listeners because Richie, <laughs> no. Richie is the postman that's been here before, famed for defecating in someone on someone's lawn. So like, how is it that uh, of all our many, many hundreds of listeners, <laughs> that uh, you two people have returned? What have you, how well, have you we're done not, this? We're not weird. <laughs> no, I don't think you are weird. I think you're lovely. But how have you managed to manipulate the system in oh, this fashion? Oh, I don't know. I'm curious about I it. Well, you just know. kept entering. No. No, I'm just clever. You've, you've, mm, yeah. no, I don't know that that's true. It's <laughs> People are clever, they'll keep rising to the top. The clever will rise to the top <laughs> in your Nazi society. Yeah. Who's talking? I ain't Nazi, you little supremacist, yeah? <laughs> Right, okay, well, I'm glad you're here as well, and I'm glad your husband, are you married? Yeah, we are. Thank God for that, because <laughs> otherwise young Scarlett is not a illegitimate. I'm terrified for a moment there. You all right, Scarlett? Yeah. Good girl, aren't you? Right, okay, the, Matthew, do you remember when we spoke to that woman? Uh, she was called Jo, and listen to this letter, this will remind you. Freud's chest of drawers is the subject. Good morning, my old piece of porcelain. Haven't listened again to our beautiful and heartfelt conversation about my chest of drawers on yesterday's show. I blush at the suggestion that I'm perhaps a bit of a dog and use my sparkling wit and charm and anecdotes about Freud to win friends rather than relying on my canine features. Fortunately for you, me, Matt of Green Gables, the staff of my local Tesco's and a good lot above, I'm quite nice to look at in a cherub cherubic, is she really Shirley Temple way. Actually, uh, I realise I'm crikey. Naturally, I'll be honest, well, if you, you come down next week, I'll- Dictate about broadcasting to children, but <laughs> listen to you reading out an email. It's just baffling. But these are just- I'm just reading the words that this young lady, Joe, has put down she got a picture of herself. She's actually printed a picture of Shirley Temple. Well, there's your first clue. Right. <laughs> She's not put a picture of herself. Now, come on, Joe. Face up. To it. But anyway, it doesn't matter what you look like, but just don't lie about it. Why are you lying? Why are you lying? Be angry. honest. We're disappointed. Very, I'm furious. Should we listen to Breathless? This Nicole is a really good song. I love this song. Just listen to it. Get into it. Just chill out and have a listen to Nick Cave. Right, let's listen. Alright. <laughs> that there were Breathless by Nick Cave and Bad Seeds. Nice, wasn't it? Very good song. Well, it's made us feel a little bit enlightened and enlivened. I feel better now. Mm. Having heard that, I had some grapes. Are you alright, Trev? Well, my ears pinching, mate. Well, it's because you're wearing those ridiculous pixie ears bought yeah. in by the competition winners. Well, you know, I thought I'd better if they'd made that effort, you know. But yeah, I suppose so. Hold on a minute. What's that, Cooper? Pinch. Oh my god, Cooper, apparently the whole show's gone off the rails since Trevor's return. We've got Noel Gallagher on the phone, he doesn't like his surname. You right, Noel? Yeah, man, how are you? Yeah, really quite well, thanks. You sound a bit lethargic. What are you doing? I don't know. I feel, I feel a bit lethargic today. Why are you lethargic? Have you ever heard you sound like this? You feel like you sound tearful. I think I'm still getting over jet lag from being in America. What are you doing? Travelling around promoting your forthcoming Greatest Hits record? Yeah, and shopping. Shopping? Well, that and shopping. You can do that anywhere. Yeah, but not like here. Uh, what, in New York? Yeah, well, New York's better, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose, yeah. You know, I mean, that sounds to me like the kind of anti-Anglo-Saxon sentiments that could very well bring this nation down, though. <laughs> you want to cheer up, be a bit more bloody upbeat? <laughs> I like you. Yeah, it's been... <laughs> I have a sort of a vague sense of mania about you. Now, um, I spoke, when I spoke to you the other day, you uh, were threatening, like, uh, in a quite frankly adolescent way, to get really, really drunk because you were doing some interviews with Paul Weller. That's right. What, what ended up happening? Well, ended up getting really, really drunk. We were doing an interview for, um, Esquire magazine. It was supposed to take two hours. It took six and a half. Because what, it took six and a half hours to do an interview? Yeah. 
He never even says anything, Paul Weller, just looks all sultry and perhaps might occasionally give you an aggressive kiss as he once did me. I gave, I, I, you know, because you said, you said send him aggressively uh, a man-hug, I think, was it? Sort I of said aggressive like affection, send yeah. to him. I hope you didn't mangle that and now make him think I'm after him. Yeah, well, I can't, <laughs> actually might have. Oh, no. Yeah. Because I think he's, I reckon he's handy. Well, uh, I, le I left him at God knows what time talking to a kebab. It really? He was just chatting away to a kebab? I think he was conversing with a kebab. Oh, about, blimey. Uh, Buzzer. And, uh, uh, small faces. They might get somewhere. <laughs> the, the, the pair of them. Right, so what have you been up to? Um, right, okay. I got regressed into past life. Turns out in, like, one past life I was a, a French medieval pedant called Candine, uh, watching a banquet getting prepared, all resentful and regretful about it. And then in another bit of a past life I was hanging out in a graveyard eating a crow. And then in another bit I was in a sort of a lovely Amazonian forest. So, there. Yeah, what do you mean you got regressed? I got, like, they could, they lay you down on a couch, you should have this done. They lay you down on the couch, right, and go, right, oh, hypnotise, hypnotise. I'm gonna count down to ten, you're gonna be really suggestible. And when I count to fifteen, you will remember episodes of Cat Weasel and Blackadder <laughs> and recite them back to us <laughs> as a reclaimed memory. Right, well, does so, it work? Well, it does a bit. You sort of, you know, you get these vague images and stuff like that. You get, you get images. You think, oh, I wonder what that image is. But you think that it could have been stuff off the telly. Is, are you is sure the. You're not just. Are you sure you're not just dreaming, though? Well, also, do you feel a little bit under pressure to come up with something in case the man gets like <laughs> fed up with you? Do yeah, you know what I mean? I don't know his feelings. That, 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 that and hypnotism and magicians, they, don't, they just don't wash with me. Well, Trevor Locke's back here, no? Perhaps you. Right, Locky. Oh, what the hell, you know? Uh, I'm very well, don't sound so pensive. Yeah, Trevor, you do sound pensive. Well, I'm I am a bit pensive, yeah. yeah. Trevor's got all sorts of mumbo-jumbo beliefs about the reality being a, a hologram. You believe in reincarnation, don't you, Trev? Well, I don't believe in it, but I think it's plausible, isn't it? Why not? No, it can't be. I think, I think, I think life's far too special to get, to get more than one go at it. Oh, oh, that's a that's lovely nice. Or a lovely northern working class view. It's a cop out for people like yourself, Brand. I'll be all right next time. Oh, well, I'm all right this time. I've been nice, except I can't bear yeah. being alone. Yes, your that. earlier years were spent in squalor with yeah. dirty fingernails and syringes. Yeah, there was a, a, a mucky affair then. But now, blimey, look at the way I live. I'm here with there's a ten-year-old child here. She's never been happier. Right, Scarlett, you all right? There, yeah, that was her. That certainly wasn't <laughs> well, me throwing my voice. If that wasn't the personification of happiness, I don't know what was. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? <laughs> it was beautiful to hear that. It was like a Lionel Bart song, wasn't it? Yeah. Did you really on the air then? <laughs> I, I did. I struck her in the throat. Yeah, yeah. So elicit that response, Noel. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. No, I'm not having uh, hypnotism or any of that malarkey. Stuff. I'd like to do that. Hey, will you come right? You're supposed to come on our show on our television program on E4. You've been very unreliable about it. So, like, what we want is uh, can we come round and film a VT item with you, where we film you doing stuff and muck around with you a bit? Doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be quite honest, Russell, <laughs> all this just started on that. Fateful night out when I came to see your bloody stand-up. Don't <laughs> say that so ruefully. You're like a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, right. The short answer to that is no. Come on. Uh, the longer answer is I don't really get up to that. You can't come and mess around with me. Who cares? You're no, fine. You're going to bring what's his name? Your mate, 
Oh, Matt. Matt, dressed as some bizarre character from the <laughs> we gonna, future. <laughs> we were going to do that. It's exactly what we were planning to do. There's no chance, man. Come on, we'll come round. We'll rifle through your girlfriend's underwear drawers and we laugh. You'll enjoy it. We'll all dress up in her knickers and give each other cuddles. Well, why didn't you say that in the first place? When, Wednesday good for you? <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday! Dressing up as Noel Gallagher's girlfriend and getting off with him. And her! Why not? She's attractive, your girlfriend. How long do you think you can cling on to her for? How long will I cling on to her for? Yeah, come on. Until she finds out that it's all been an elaborate ruse. I don't <laughs> know, I've, I don't know, I've been with her six years now. Forever, I would guess. Slaw, oh, you're quite a nice person, really, aren't you? Sentimental, about, oh, life's well, special, no, I, getting I, on with I, your girlfriend. I, well, being a, being a Gemini, right, I have two sides. I have, I have someone, uh, my, my ying is someone who's very, very, very peace and love. Yeah. And then my yang is someone who's just like, you what? Right, now listen, you just said you don't believe in mumbo-jumbo. You've just now gone to Gemini, yin and yang, you believe in it. In a minute you'll be throwing I Ching sticks or whatever it is. Going, oh, crikey, I'm not going outside today, it'll be bad for me mojo. <laughs> when is your birthday then? My birthday is May the 29th, 1967. Ah, oh, lovely, we'll get you something. I'm a Gemini as well, Noel, as it turns out. When's your birthday? 4th of June, 1975. You're two-faced like me, see. I'm not two-faced. Oh, what, what an announcement for you pair to make oh, between right, well, let's take a little straw poll in the studio. Trevor Locke. Yes. Hello. Russell Brand, two-faced, yes or no? Uh, well, he's got many faces, I think. Many faces! I am a Hydra! Matt? Um, not two-faced in that negative way, but he ha he can wear certain masks. What are you about? What about, all right, okay, uh, right, there's no one else really left to ask, because no one oh, else- that little been... girl. <laughs> <laughs> right, Scarlet, come here, dear, I'll have to pick her up. Scarlet, talk to- Oh, Gallagher! This is a great privilege for you. Do you- you've- now, you've known me about 17 minutes. Do you think I'm an honest man? Yeah. Nice man? Yeah. Would you say that the music of Oasis is derivative and lazy? Yeah. Good girl! <laughs> oh, don't say that. I love Oasis! Yeah. We were only earlier on talking about Trev was going on about Master Plan, yeah. or wh whatever one even on an album. Master Plan's a good song. Hey, Scarlet. Mm. Go. Scar <laughs> well, you're being, Start Noel Gallagher's trying to about my tunes. <laughs> <laughs> He's blaming Scarlet. That's really good. Uh, can I ask Noel about the Master Plan? Go on then. No, no, that song, the Master Plan. I listened to it on the radio coming in this morning. Yeah. Is it? Isn't there a book called the Master Plan? Did you read a book called the Master Plan? And then that's read what a book, Noel Gallagher. About. Come on. Um, the Master Plan. No. I haven't read a book called The Master Why are you saying but that? that yeah. But that song is a quite a spiritual uh, message in it, isn't it? It's got sort of Thank like. Thank you very a... much. I wrote, funnily enough, I wrote that on the back of. Uh, where did I write that? I wrote that in, Drunk Tokyo, woman. in Tokyo. You wrote it in Tokyo on the back of what, mate? On the back, I've got the, the original lyrics I found it the other day on the back of just some nondescript pieces of paper. Nondescript? Give us some things like that. But I was a bit. I was, um, you know, I guess I was feeling a bit cosmic that day. Yeah, it's a you good know, song. But the, mas the master plan is, uh, no, I've not read that book. Well, it's a bit, but by anyway. I don't know. Someone told me about it. About that again. It's about well, reality. I don't know. It's sort of over mine. Would you? <laughs> they just told you, didn't they? No, yeah. no, this person, this mysterious hey, Trevor, what is the theme of the master plan? What's it about, the book? Well, like, no song, that there's some sort of plan that don't worry, I mean, things are going to happen as they will always happen, and if you sort of open your mind to it, you'll see that there is a meaning to everything. So is your book, is your song master plan about it being a divine force guiding us all, Noel? I don't really, I know, I'm, I don't really believe in, a, in, a, in an almighty, uh, an all-seeing eye and an all-guiding force at all. It's about... I think, if memory serves me correctly, it's about 
it should have been really called just let it go, whatever will be, will be. You know what I mean? It's a nice yeah. song, but I think uh, whatever will be, will be, has already been written as a song. Um, like case there are, there are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd like to hear your version of that. No, uh, it's nice that we've discovered this more spiritual, reflective aspect of your nature today. Well, I don't, I can't, I, you know, I, I, I kind of believe in the universe, right, but I don't believe that there's a god that controls, you know, that's there kind of with his guiding hand, the fellow with the beard. You think he's an indifferent, cold god? No, I don't believe in God. Just an energy. No God. No, I no, I don't. Oh. I don't. Doesn't mean there's not a plan, though, does it? Doesn't mean there's not a master plan. Dance if you wanna dance. It's only a stupid pop song, right? Just don't, you know. It is exactly. It's, uh, it's only a stupid pop song, but it does, you know, make your Sunday morning journey into six music a little bit better. It does make it better. Perhaps yeah. we should we, we should play more Oasis on this radio station. We've never played more? Oasis on it's this radio, apart from when Noel was in. That's I really like the song Songbird, but I think Liam wrote that. Yeah, Liam wrote that. Now that's spiritual. Is yeah. it? Yeah, what's well, a song about his bird? Oh, really? <laughs> it's called Songbird, and it's a song about his bird. Yeah, he's like Songbird. <laughs> 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 Songbird, but what to call it? <laughs> I just wrote a song about me missus. I don't know what to call it. Songbird? <laughs> Songbird, <laughs> pen on paper, moving across paper now, <laughs> giving it to Noel, making him work out the arrangement, bird. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, that's lovely and spiritual in its lovely way. Mm. So, alright, we're gonna be haranguing you to do a VT with us for our programme now. I'm not doing it. Do it, come no, on! No, one of us a guest on the channel. Four. He's doing that as well, he's already yeah, agreed no, to that. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go on the TV, and I'm doing your little yeah. dig, and then I'm gonna come around <laughs> and clean your flat, <laughs> and I'm gonna get Matt a bird, and then, you know, all that malarkey, and then, you know, we're gonna we're going to announce Trevor Lockie's, you know, arrival in show business that night at the gig and all that carry on. It's all going to go on. And if anything, I'll bring you the shirt off my back. I'd like that. Yes. So November 2nd, we're doing that gig for Focus 12 at Coco. You're coming on our Channel 4 show when we transfer from E4 to Channel 4. All right, it seems I think we've milked you for just about everything <laughs> we can. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I was going to do. I was going to come in and see you next Sunday, innit, with old Rolls Royces that are closing up my garage. Come in and give us a Rolls Royce, for Christ's sake. It's about time you start oh, no, we're in Leicester, carrying then, on like Elvis. Oh, we're in Leicester. Oh. We're in Leicester. Take a spin over to Leicester. We're doing some stand-up, man. Yeah, we're on tour, aren't we? Well, all three of you. Yeah, because we're yeah, doing... I'll yeah, I'll get dragged along. What, do you follow him everywhere, you two, then? We well, have to. Not into the lavatory Not often, but involved. occasionally. No, because, like, we're Trevor's doing, doing my, show. I do my own stand-up. Oh, we're doing the show from Leicester? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, what will have to be the Sunday after, won't it? Have to be the Sunday after. Will it be the Sunday after? No. Yeah, it could be. Or one week we're in Manchester, you could That's have a home coming. Yeah, I'm going to travel all the way to Manchester. Come on, come to oh, Manchester. I'm to give you two toy Rolls Royces that cost four ninety nine each. <laughs> Why not? It'd be nice, it'd be sentimental. Be alright. Maybe I might have something better to do. I, I very much I'll doubt my it. Toenails. I bet you're sat in your dressing gown now, watching goals on Sunday with tears in your eyes. Actually, I'm sat in a smoking jacket with a fez on. What <laughs> 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 a lovely image. And my and my missus is on the doorstep with uh, like uh, one of those blunderbusters like from Laura Nardi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every inch of the country gent in char. Well, one has to be, you know. Well, you've really, I'll I've tell you what. I've lived my life in the city. You've clambered up that social ladder. You really have. You're see through at the top like. I'm glad you freed yourself. I have them. Alright then, well we're off now then. It's lovely to talk to you. Go back to dicking around in your fizz. And then I'll, I'll talk to you soon to I'm going to be out humming uh, the Israelites by Desmond Decker all morning with my fez on. Why not? <laughs> yeah, why not indeed? Go on, get into it. 
Right, I'll speak to you in the week, Russell, no doubt. You can blag me to try and do something else to further your career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll see if I can. I'll see if I can. Oh, oh no, I'll see if you can. You will. I will. I want to do percussion for your uh, forthcoming and album. Matt and Russell. Bye, no, bye. Bye, Take care, bye. See you later, mate. Bless him. Oh, there he goes. Right, so Trevor, do the Sonic Enigma again because we've, guess what we've had? We've had complaints that it is opaque. Difficult, obscure, and that you've obfuscated the song in the rendering of the Enigma. Good. So, go on, do it again. Have we uh, not had any right answers? No yeah. one can get it. Good. Yeah. Make it easy. People are just writing tearful text messages, all baffled. Right, put me here. Oh, oh. No, stick, spit on my shoe and then it will make me stick. Right, this no, is the problem. That's you, why, because you don't need those. Bit. Right, he's saying spit on my shoe now. Put me in a plant That's pot. not part of it, is it? If I you think, think we now know what the answer is, You're gonna have to line me down. Right, let's me and you do a bit, right. Do you uh, know what it is? Yeah, I do. Do yeah. you? Yeah. Right, okay then. Um, oh, 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 I'm teetering, I'm fine, it's ever so difficult to stand. I'm trying to stand you, but <laughs> I, I don't seem to be now. able to. <laughs> oh, oh, well perhaps if you could, uh, let me try and stand you, we'll help you in this fashion. Oh, oh. There's an extra clue there. Yeah. Right, so that's it, that's the Sonic Enigma. We're in Leicester next week, so if you live in the Midlands and you know what we've just done, put in my disco, oh, 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 I'm having it difficult to keep you perpendicular. Oh, oh, Only oh. people in Leicester apply. You can reply if you're near Leicester or if you're prepared to come to Ashby Leicester. Ashby de la Jouche, then apply. Where we're doing, then we're doing our stand, we're doing our stand-up and our radio show up there and then we're in Sheffield the next day. Have a look at, uh, russellbrand.tv and have a look at the dates. Go on that fan site, oh, I did do typing motion there. Oh, the into, where, <laughs> Alright, come on, what are we gonna listen to now then? Uh, it's a, it's a John Peel session of Nirvana. It's the Peel session of Nirvana! Oh, God, just listen! <laughs> Nirvana! Uh, they're in session with John Peel there. Yeah, 1990. Oh, okay. It's a wipers song. It's good. Nice. You're right. You're cold bothering your mate. <laughs> yes. Shall we listen to the news? Let's listen to the news. Let's find out what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Do you know what's going on? No. Let's listen to the news. Oh, come on, everybody! It must have been exciting, mustn't it, to have been alive in the days when they'd be caught, or, or, you know, young when that happened, mustn't it, Trev? Oh, it exciting? Loved, that was a thrilling record, even now. I mean, I yeah. just wanted to yeah. move. Woo! Woo! Sexy, isn't it? No wonder people feel Brilliant. friend by Has rock and roll. Has the guitar ever sounded more visceral? Has it ever sounded more visceral, Trev? Have you ever been more pompous well, and visceral. snooty? Is it visceral about visual? I don't know what You can't sound visceral. Right, this is Brent Show. I'm here with Matt Morgan and Trevor Lock there debating, it seems, semantics. So, we've got Andrew O'Neill here. Hello, that's Trevor. Atmosphere for Andrew O'Neill, the comedian Andrew O'Neill. Hello, dear. Thanks for coming, Andrew O'Neill. You are a comedian and a friend of mine and an anarchist, aren't you? Yes, I'm those three things. Well, the, it's odd, isn't it? Because being a friend of mine and a comedian, in a way, it's uh, conforming to at least two ideas. Tr a true anarchist would go, I'm not your friend and I'm not a comedian. But see, what I've done there is I've subverted the very idea of anarchism. Blimey, You've even seen. anarchy itself has been subverted. Oh, I think so, we've misunderstood anarchy there. Trevor, Trevor Locke, <laughs> talking about anarchy, has the world turned topsy-turvy? What was your point about anarchy, Trev? Well, I don't think it's anarchy isn't that you don't understand the meaning of words. <laughs> 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 that would be a bit enough. 
Yeah. Though, Trev. Trying to put me in a box again, Trevor. <laughs> Stop fencing in Andrew. He's entitled to be an anarchist. Now, what are you, we're here to promote something. That's right. Tell uh, us about it, tonight, mate. there's a gig at the Hackney Empire, um, and it's part of the No to ID campaign. Right. What's this? It's, to cam it's a campaign so that people don't have to have ID cards. Yeah. And the uh, the right. database that, that's associated with it. Why would it be bad for people to have ID cards? Um, because it changes your relationship with the government. It means that you become a subject rather than a citizen. I would like a bit more of a serious nature tomorrow. At the moment, me and the government, we see each other occasionally. Just sort of flirty and... <laughs> flirty. Sexual. Is there, is there a lack of commitment there, Russell? There's no commitment very unlikely. It's, so, well, okay, so it, it makes a subject, what would that be if they empower over us? I mean, they go, oh, yeah. look at that, look at their database. And they've got all of your different details on a big computer. What kind of details might they have? What well, kind of first of all, they've got your criminal record, um, they've left it open. It's a very clever piece of legislation, so they can basically put anything on it if they decide to. Oh, they so can later on change it and go, right, first thing, look, it's just to help, it's just helpful, yeah, for, right. cause there's too many bloody illegal immigrants. That's right. So they say that initially, then they'll go, oh, also, we're gonna be able to come around your house, kick your door in and put you in jail. Is if that you Okay, we will need to. Right, to okay. Help stop terrorists or something. But so, right. what information is on there now? But th at the moment, it, it kicks in basically now in October. So, when you go and get a passport now, you have to go on the database. <laughs> so, there's your, um, it'll be things like your, uh, address, your, your date of birth, and then it's all your addresses where you've ever lived, and then it's oh open no, to things like your credit, things like your credit history. It's open to having anything like that on it. Because but they've the got that information works. anyway. What, all they're doing is putting it in one place. Yeah, but it's the one place thing that's the problem. And it's what? the fact that you ha you will have to have one. They well. can use well, this no to subjugate involved. us. Trevor's got a question, well, what, Andrew. What's the bad thing about this? What, what, what is the worst case scenario? Worst case scenario is, say for example, uh, a government comes in that we really genuinely don't like. Yeah. Say, I don't know, something really right wing. Yeah, for example, yeah. they will have, they'll have details on everyone. They'll have your political history. It's open to all these things. It's open to massive abuse. Oh, and also, no. civil servants throughout the country will have access to the database. And really? Yeah. It's, and it's a, it's a, it's a public company, it's not a, it, it's a, it's a private company that is setting it all up. The same civil servants that were having it off with people to see if they could come in the country, remember when that scandal happened? That's right. Awful business, right, so I've, I, I'm, as you know, quite into giving commitment to things that I scarcely understand, <laughs> and I'm throwing my weight behind this thing that Crikey. I don't properly understand, all I know is I'm against <laughs> governments, I'm against them, except I wow. do, you do need, uh, you know, the road or whatever it is. That's not the official line, but go with it. I'm going with this, right. I'm against that government. So, uh, there's probably some tickets left, are there still? There are some tickets left. To raise Dara, money for Dara O'Brien's headline. It's brilliant Hackney comedian. Empire tonight. We've got Lucy Porter, Daniel Kitson, Will Hodgson, Paul Stinner. All brilliant comedians. It's an embarrassment of riches. An I'm so rich I'm embarrassed by it, particularly as it's an anarchist event. Yeah. So there you are. So alright then, I don't that's think good. no to ID would like me saying it's an anarchist event. Right. It's not it's anarchist very, event. It's very civilised. We're civilised. There'll be no punk music involved. There will be no punk, we're civilised. We're break anything. We just don't want this bloody ID card. They hold them, they have them in other European countries though, don't they? Spain uh, it's not or the same system. Oh, it's a different system! <laughs> right, we've ruined that's that argument out the window. There must um, be some positives. What positives? I'm sure there will be. Would we get coupons? Um, you, you know. <laughs> I, I, if there are coupons. Green Shield stamps. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to the Green Shield stamps. You have to stick, lick them and stick them in a book. Would it be like World Cup coins? Yeah. Where you get, you can get a decanter. <laughs> I mean, that I'd be into. Oh, it co it's, uh, the LSE have uh, estimated it's going to cost 19 billion pounds. Oh, that's money we could spend on Matthew. What, what, what does the London School of Economics know about that sort of thing? What does what London? they seem to be saying. They're right, they're ignoring. Yeah. That. There's something else I'm angry about. Spend one billion on a mosque, maybe. 
A nice and mosque. Then, and then you'll probably reduce terrorists. Yeah, the biggest and best mosque in the world. And then I think the, on, uh, the terrorists will go. Okay. But, oh, okay. Well, if we buy and build a nice mosque, it might be helpful. Right, Andrew, I'm prepared to back your crackpot theories. <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> it should be like a, like airports where there's a, like a temple where any religion can go there. Yeah. Let's have some more Let's of them. Let's have a mixed temple. Mixed yeah. temple. Yeah. Anyone can go there except Trevor Locke, who we know would ultimately abuse the rugs. So in it's somewhere tonight, or uh, the Hackney Empire. Tonight, the Hackney it's Empire. What's on? It's at 7.30. You can buy tickets on hackneyempire.co.uk. Right, Hackney Empire, it's a really beautiful theatre, lots of great history. The Marx Brothers performed there, Lonardi performed there. Oh, who's this young man coming through the mist of time? Why, it's Russell Brand has performed there. Got to the final of the Hackney Empire final, one of the most significant gigs of my life, right? Was Why that? are you looking at me? Trying Did to you sell it to me. Because <laughs> I want you to believe me. I came fourth, I Who believe. won that one? I think, uh, I can't remember the name of the lad that won. He was really good though, I can't remember his name. He though. does remember, it's Phil. etched into his heart. <laughs> <laughs> I see him when I dream. <laughs> I think it was called Paul. I can't remember. I, 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 Phil or Paul or someone. I don't know. I, I, I can't Where's he now, him. Russell? Right. Where is not he? On the, on, not if on the radio. If we had an ID card system, we'd know, <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> if only we could monitor them. Right. It could be anywhere. Just loose in society. All of, a, all of a sudden, you've overturned my view on this issue. <laughs> See, it's nice track people down and monitor <laughs> folks. No, you know, we're against politics anyway. We were discussing it earlier. I'm None not. of us have ever voted. What? Not, again, again, I don't want to align the No Child E campaign with being against You're politics. Is he responsible for being against <laughs> politics? <laughs> the notion of against it. I'm against politics, who gets what, where, when. And that is an idea I don't like. I think we should just see what happens. I think, if anything, we're in favour of politics. In fact, politics would be good. But what, what, what are we against? ID cards. And the, and the database that's associated with it. Not, Not the actual card itself. Never. If they just gave us all that like, a little card, that'd, that'd be, be alright. Right. Useful. For charging £20 billion pounds worth of taxpayers' money. And then you've got to pay 90 quid each for it as well. Oh. And you don't you have to buy it! Oh, yeah. And, oh, don't, don't and you won't that. even get to own it. You won't, it it's not take it yours. back like a train ticket. And, yeah, oh. exactly. and are the police allowed to stop you at any time and, and make you present it? Do you know what? I'd it's open-ended. Hello, welcome to They're not saying they can't. But if you're going to have an ID card system, there's no point having it unless it's mandatory. And so. what are they sneaking this through under terrorism laws? Yeah. Oh, I imagine sneaks. when terrorists go to buy their bombs, and the man behind the counter says, can I see your ID card? And yeah. they go, FOILED! Yeah. I don't really, I'm Is there really any sure sort of special gonna... chip or to stop people faking them? Yes, uh, but, you know, if it's made by a person, it can be faked by another person. Uh, yeah. Andrew, you've Why can't we have chips ideas? implanted in us? What? <laughs> Matthew! That's, that's so the people, suggesting people a system like where people chips. have chips. <laughs> Terrible system. Yeah. Trev, you right? have you got any vague points to make about this? No, oh, I don't understand I it I can really. see a look in Trevor's eyes, like the more I'm talking, the more he thinks this is a wonderful idea. But Trevor, you'll I never bring Trevor around. It's he, he probably the idea of chips probably is exciting to him. He's, he likes robots, he still thinks Mel Mickey's his granddad. Poor soul. So, okay, I'll tell you what we should do then. Go to that Acme Empire thing tonight, be good, 12.50, it's for a good cause. We don't want to live under a sort of draconian state where everyone can look into our private affairs. But what if the government knew when your birthday was and sent you a card? Oh, no, that'll be nice, wouldn't nice, it, and your wedding. Do, don't I'm how, not going to do this gig now. Uh, yeah, but yeah. The birthday thing was, that's lovely. It'd be know. like MySpace yeah. when everyone knows it's exactly. your birthday. Well, everyone everyone knows, knows it's your birthday. Everyone it, knows yeah. where you are. And your medical records, they'd know when you were a bit ill and send you a little card. Yeah, that's true. Oh. Sorry to hear you've been a bit ill. I've got Cooper anyway, my mobile phone, who just keeps me out of trouble, really. Sometimes I'll try and send a text message, Cooper won't send it. Sometimes <laughs> I'll be like, trying to ring up a girl, Cooper will say no signal. Cooper is guiding me through life. And if these ID cards be anything like little Cooper, I say, back em. No, we're against the ID cards. We're right. We're coming out as against ID cards on this show, and I'm prepared to do something wacky and ill-considered 
to get this that's message just, across. That's just what we need, Russell. What we need to associate with this campaign is ill-thought-out lunacy. People who are slightly famous get a really big one with glitter on it. Oh my god, a glitter card. Show me where to sign. <laughs> I want my glitter card. <laughs> want it now. You have a little hologram of your face. And as you move it round, you smile. Yeah. Oh god, get like, it! Like Shakespeare. It's like when I was on the escalators at Tottenham Court Road. I want it! <laughs> More fame! Hang those that speak of less! No, right, we're against it because it's bad. Right, so, uh, right, uh, Andrew, I'm right behind your campaign. Good. Go to that, anyway, even if you don't Happy care. Empire, tonight. Even if if you think that the government should be allowed to come around people's houses, tie you up and kick your head in, still good to see but Dara O'Brien for 12.50. Yeah. And loads of other comics as well. Lucy Poor, she's good, you're good. Yep. Kevin Eldon. Kevin Eldon. Brilliant to see Kevin Eldon. Will Hodgson. Gary Lestrade. Lucy Porter. Didn't mention Kevin Eldon the first time. Well, well it's, an embarrassment. it's an embarrassment yeah, riches. Perhaps if there had been a database, to, to, then it would have been easier. I'm doing it as well. Andrew's there. Uh. So, okay, well, thank you very much. We'll do that. That sounds good, then. Brilliant. There thank it is. You, that has been considered that promoted. It's been promoted, hasn't it? We've promoted very that. well promoted. We've properly Comprehensive, promoted it. I think. Properly been promoted. It's at the Hackney Empire. It's on the 7th. It's 12.50. Loads of good comics. Good cause. What Rocking. more could people want? Job done. Job done. Matthew, what are we going to listen to, old bean? I think we're going to listen to the charlatans. The charlatans doing what? Uh, we're so pretty, we're so pretty, you're so pretty, we're so pretty. It's the 06 mix. Listen to the 06 mix! <laughs> <laughs> You're so pretty, we're so pretty, oh six mix of charlatans, Ralph Branch on six music with Matt Morgan and Trevor Lock. Right, Matt? Yeah. Trev, you're right. I'm all right, yes, I'm very excited. We're approaching the end of the show now, and I think it can only be described in these terms. A triumph. What would you say, Trev? Uh, a Ford Fiesta. Oh, you silly boy. Are you happy to be back on the show, Trevor? I'm delighted to be back on the show. Lovely, lovely to have you here. It's an absolute joy. I, can I just go say? On. Yes, Do you know that yeah. I'm going to be doing some stand-up comedy with you? Oh, God, no. When? <laughs> I'm joking. When? We're going on tour. We're going on tour? Yeah, do you, do you know what I'm doing tonight? What are you doing? I'm doing a warm-up gig to practice so that I'm really good when I do it with you. Good, because I do not want you nosing up our tour with your substandard, mediocre, tired, derivative, lazy stand-up. Where are you practicing? Tonight I'm practicing in the Orange Room. Yeah. In Southampton. Right. Oh, the what? Orange Room in Southampton. You're going all the way there what? to do that? Yeah. That's that, uh, that's with Colin. He's a nice lad, Colin, Yeah. So I was wondering if anybody's in the Southampton area and they'd like to come along. Well, people are in the Southampton area, Trevor. Otherwise it'd be like a ghost town, wouldn't it? What would happen? I've never been there. For me, it doesn't exist. Well, it exists. Let me tell you, I went there once and I had a mad, mad night. Okay. It was alright. That was the old days. You alright, Matthew? Yes. Have you got anything you want to promote? Um, gonna just the idea of peace. Oh, oh, you lovely, beautiful boy, man. I don't think I've ever been more proud of you, or in fact, proud of you at all ever. Scarlet! 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 Her contribution has been negligible! <laughs> no! You've been great! You've been lovely. Come here, you lovely thing. Ten years old, all perfect. Right, so have you enjoyed being on the show? Speak loud. Yeah. What bit was the best bit? Everything. Everything. Did you enjoy adapting my West Ham t-shirt so there'll be slightly more camp? Yes. <laughs> well done, you cut the neck out of it, didn't you? Yeah. 
I'm running a one-man sweatshop. It's good, isn't it? Like, it just made a ten-year-old. Like, I realised as I was doing it, you're, you kind of never complain about the use of sweatshops when you yourself So what, hang on, what did Skylar <laughs> have to do for you? Like, the neck of my West Ham t-shirt's too restrictive, and so I thought- Oh, you poor boy. <laughs> I tell you what, I said, sometimes I'm down there, I'm trying to sing a bloody chant or something, and it's all restrictive around my necky bobs. Also, I get a rash. So, uh, yeah. Skylar cut it out. So when you go to the football, you you have a little you have a little T-shirt on standby. Put that on, then they won't beat me up. <laughs> Put that on, I might be able to pass as one of the chaps. Um, yeah, that's right. I do uh, wear a T-shirt or a scarf or some indicator. Some accoutrement. Accoutrement of inclusivity is essentially what it is in a few years. So, all oh, right, okay, we got uh, the winner of the Sonic Enigma on the line. Well, we don't know if she's won yet. She might get it wrong, won't she, Matt? Oh come on, let's drop the act. <laughs> let's drop the facade. <laughs> hey, come on. Are you there, Gemma? I am. How are you, dear? You're right. I'm very well, thank you. Where in God's holy name are you? I'm in Leicester. Leicester. You're in Leicester. Oh, That's convenient. Leicester. It's going well convenient. so far. If you do win, because we're doing the show from Leicester next week, so our tour is up there, then we go to Sheffield. So if you win, it's going to be really, really convenient. So uh, you know, firstly, how are you? Are you okay? Gemma. She's gone. Sorry. Oh, Gemma, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm, I'm just distracted. What are you distracted by? Come on, let's get, let's get over this. What's distracting you? I don't you? know, I think it's just speaking to you. Be, being, talking to me distracts you from yeah, talking to me. Are you doing something else and not telling us about it? Oh, Gemma, no. Gemma, <laughs> no. Please don't use this as an what opportunity for deviance. We've got Scarlet here, she's ten. I'm sorry. Sorry to Scarlet. I hope you are sorry to Scarlet. We're all sorry to Scarlet. She's already been brought up by a man who poos in a garden as part of his job. Well. And he's a postman. <laughs> So, you know, for, the, the girl suffered. Right, Gemma, what's the song? It is Can't Stand Me Now by the Libertines. That is the correct, is it the correct answer, Trev? Yes! Oh, well done, well done, we see you in Leicester. You can bring up to 16 friends with you. Excellent, I don't know who've got that many, but... Well, that I doesn't matter, them. just bring as many as you can, or bring people that you meet on the way to the studio. Check their ID cards first. Oh no, we haven't got ID cards because of <laughs> bloody rebels! <laughs> right, so, okay then. Um, alright, Gem, I'll see you next week, my love. Well done on getting that right. Right, you have understood the mangled mind of Trevor Cockety Lockety. Take care, yeah. my love. Well, thank you, bye. No trouble. See you later, Gemma. G's here. He is Poet Laureate of the show. Mr. G, yes, all right. Well done. Right, yeah, okay. Hooray for poetry, G. Poetry, poetry, it's about fear. Right, always poetry about fear. Move yeah. into the mic, old thing. A man sat down to have a drink at a bar. He paused to, top, to stop and think and then asked the guy next to him, Do you know who you are? The second guy took a momentary blink and replied, Well, I'm the guy sitting next to you. That's funny, the first guy said with a wink. I would have given the same answer back to you. Hmm, deja vu. But exactly who indeed are you sitting next to? I don't know, the second guy decreed. With no idea, I haven't got a clue. And now I'm scared. We fear the unknown. Unknown quantities, unknown events. We envisage unknown possibilities causing unknown distress. Do we have nothing to fear except fear itself? Or should we wait for an answer or a saviour to appear as we cry for help? It's the return of the Mac. Trevor's back and intact, ready to impart and interact with Russell and Matt. It's the return of the Jedi Master. Obi-Wan's here to blast you with a lyrical lightsaber, Darth Vader to demask you. It's the return of the three amigos. So, the battle for supremacy of the Sonic Enigma egos. So have no fear, the boys are here for, with a master plan. Are you ready to reload? Woo, yes! Woo! It was a departure! 
The beginning bit was more metaphorical. Trevor is not a Jedi master. Trevor, you are not a Jedi master. The Jedi has returned. How would you know that? Jedi has returned. He's like, he's nipped barely an Ewok. How would you know that? You nipped. I don't think we can have him in the Ewoks. He's making us look idiots. I don't even know what a Ewok is. A Ewok? Ewok? You little nerd. A Ewok, Trevor, is the way you go to the toilet in a cup because you're afraid to go to the bathroom in the night. Right, okay, so that is very nearly the end of the show. It comes out there. It's music week coming up. I've got a feeling it's going to be a really good music. Why don't you come in here with us? Come in here, Julie. She won't come in. She's offering on the well, press. Of course. Let's bring her rules. in here. Don't worry about the rules, man. Yeah, we don't need ID cards. Oh, no. <laughs> We're crazy. Let's go. Actually, I am against governments. Right. Hello, dear. <laughs> Julie, how nice of you to join us. What's going to be on music week in a minute? Uh, we've got an interview with Ian McCulloch. Ian McCulloch. Oh, being interviewed. Hello, Weatherman. And, uh, we're debating. Uh, the burning issue of the week is who, which band should come out of retirement? Right. Okay, that's going to be the interesting. Which the new frontman. The blockheads <laughs> with a brand new frontman. Yeah, that could be crazy. Okay, well that sounds like an interesting debate. Matthew, do you want to contribute to the debate? We've got nothing to say. Pixies should do a new album. Fair enough. There we are. That's a good contribution from Matt Morgan. So stay with us on Six Music. Text us on six four zero four six with your contributions. Who should come out of retirement? Scarlett, I'd like to thank you. Sarah, Richard, I'd like to thank you. Sonny Enigma winner. I'd like to thank you, Gemma, and I'd like to thank G and Matt and everybody. Well done, it's been a great show. We'll be in Leicester next week. That'll be exciting. Now it's time for a little band called the Libertines with a record that was mimed out by Trev in Racket. What is it going to be, Trev? This is Ah, uh, You Can't Stand Me you Now. You idiots! <laughs> thank God he's Go. back. Okay, bye, love it. Thanks, everyone. And you can hear us on Six Music from 10 to 1 every Sunday. Well Why done. not come along and have some fun? That's all right, isn't it? Trev, how would you do it? Well, I think that's all right, but I think he should always talk like that during the radio show if he's going to do that. If he's going to do that voice. Yeah. Trev, how would you do a uh, 10 to 1 thing? 10 to 1, Sundays, Six Music, The Russell Brand Show. That's good. He, he could do adverts for paint stripper and paint, stuff. Yeah. Go on, let's do an advert for paint stripper. If you've got some paint on something and you want it stripped right off, <laughs> come over here and have a go on this. <laughs> Oh dear, that was disturbing. <laughs> Who wants that paint stripper now? It sounds like you're going to throw that paint stripper in someone's eyes. Okay. Okay, uh, yeah, between 10 and 1 on Sundays, Russell Brown shows on. Listen to it on your radio. What's the matter? Six music, six music. Leg ache. You've got a leg ache? Who gets leg aches? What are you, an old lady? What have you got, arthritis? What are you wearing? <laughs> a surgical stocking? <laughs> Who are you, Doc Cotton or something? All these questions. So many questions, there ain't no answers. That's the nature of life. We'll see you next Sunday. See you next week for another podcast. Have you farted, Matthew? Yeah, stop you're it. You're a disgusting oh, man. Please. Talking. I don't do that no more. I've just changed. Fade. I don't have nothing. Just fade. Don't cover me with your. Just fade out of this. We're going to fade Coffee out. For Trevor,